Hemshech Hayim Beis, Volume One. We're up to Chapter One Twenty Three, Page Reish Lamet Ches Two Thirty Eight. We're in the middle of Discourse Thirty One called Lo Yachal Yisrael Lisapik. It's actually the last discourse in the first section of Hayim Beis, and then the Rebbe Shab will take a break till Shavuos. We won't take a break, but uh, the Rebbe Shab will. And Kuchav um, Gimel. He said Mamona, but not in this Hemshech. So Chapter One Twenty Three. And the flow of the ideas that he's been discussing here is uh, is uh, we're actually climbing the lo- the ladder of the interface is what's going on in a very eloquent and organized way. So after explaining the whole Hemshech, the interface of Gvul and Bligvul, which means, as the Rebbe Rasha puts it, the Eris Primim, the Eris Bekelim of the Sphiris. And then there's the transcendent energy called Er Makif. Each one playing its role. One is deals with the structure, the creation of the structure, and the structure aligning itself to its purpose. And the other is more transcendence, deals with the Bittl, or lifting us up to another stratosphere, outside another quantum leap. So he went into a long discussion of spheres. Spheres. That spheres exist everywhere. They exist in Bligvul, they exist in Erhagvul. And the question that really was driving this whole last 30, 40 chapters is how can there be spheres in Bligvul? So to explain that, he went into a long discussion of three meanings of spheres from the word misper, number, from the word sipur, story, narrative, and from the word sapir. Essentially, it's a white translucent stone. Um, bright stone <coughs> and these are not just three names they're three levels like three dimensions in the spheres now remember a sphere consists of an air and a keli because everything in the structure of existence is an energy within a package within an identity like, you know letters on the page and the idea that they convey there's nothing in this world that doesn't have energy in a container there's nothing in existence that doesn't have energy in a container Container is essentially the description of the parameters of its identity, with its time or space or description or color or shape or size. And, and energy is what mahus. What is it? What is its inner personality? What is its purpose? What is its, what's, what makes it tick? Two different, two separate things. The goal, of course, is the alignment of these two. If every keli was aligned with an energy, we'd have a perfect world. We'd have Mashiach. Obviously, the goal is not just that it should connect to the energy within it, but to connect also to the energies above it and beyond the containers, and all the way to Bligvul, all the way to the source. So that's a sphere, Eden Kali. So everything is just being discussed on Eden Kali level. Um, the difference between Eris and Kalim of Atsilis, Eris and Kalim in lower levels is that in Atsilis, the Kali is itself aligned, completely aligned with the personality, identity is aligned with its purpose, with its Eirah Chesed, is aligned with Eirah Chesed. In our world, just to take the opposite extreme, our Kleah Chesed and our Eirah Chesed are not aligned. We don't love in the healthy way necessarily. We don't give. Chesed is not always in the perfect way. Sometimes it's in a selfish way. Sometimes it's completely distorted actually. So you could have a Kali that's not aligned with its so-called purpose, higher purpose. Um, so in explaining Sphiris now, the Eris and Kelim is a misper, means number. So he explained misper 
initially begin by it's really describing the number. Number symbolizes the structure of existence. We live in a world of numbers. We count. It's distinct things, separate things. It's a very superficial thing, actually, a number. The number doesn't tell you at all. You can, you can say a million people, and you have no clue. These can be a million tzaddikim. It can be a million petty people, just to give an example. But number is not meaningless, because it's also part of what God wanted. He wanted to create a multitude, a world of multitude, of multiplicity. So number has within it also, it leads you into things that are higher than number, number of quality, the number of air, not just the number of kalim, also the number of air. It even leads you to understand things, and this discussed earlier, in the, but, it's folks, but it's primarily it's spheres that focus and base things on structure, which is number. Then comes the second level, in spheres itself, sphere has another name, it means sipur. So now a story immediately tells you, oh, it's telling us a story. So it's a, it's a little more than just number. The story tells is the story of the Eris. What story does the Kali tell? What is the story? What does your body tell? What story? It tells the story of your soul. So it's a storyteller. The spheres tell the story of God's process in creation. And they also tell you the story of God himself, or how he tells, how he created and he goes on to explain that here too, this is already focused a little more on uh, energy, not just containers. Like he said, misput is primarily in malchus, because that's where the primary containers are. Lower you go. Less energy, more container. Sipur, on the other hand, is already also equally uh, relevant to the higher spheres. Because they also because the aspect of storytelling is also where there are less kalim, but there is a lot of air. Until the point that it tells even the story of Machshavas Nalamis using the words of the Padis, which means the hidden thoughts that even reveals that which is beyond the energies and the containers. So also Er Habligvul. So you see both Misper and Sipur also reveal Bligvul, but they're, they're far more they're more glimpses of it than full manifestations of it. Like through a story, you t- I, the person tells a story, his story reveals who he is, and also reveals things about him that are beyond the story that he's telling. Like a piece of art will reveal more to you than just the artist, than, than just this piece of art. It'll reveal also what kind of artist this is. The fact that he can create such art. Um, and we're not, we're not quantifying it. For everybody, a story, two people can hear the same story, and one person will hear a lot more in it than another person. Then comes finally the third meaning which is Sapir. And the long discussion, to explain Sapir, he started saying Sapir is transparency, essentially. It's transparent brightness. The word Sapir, Lichtikait, Behirus, Lichtikait. Lichtikait is transparency, is brightness, and all the different words we've used, illumination. Now we're getting to another place. When it comes to number, and it comes to uh, story, and then the day there's Levushim, their garments, their examples, their words, they're all the things you need to be able to express. A number is definitely distinct numbers. Uh, you're not just talking about unity and beyond numbers. And in the world of no story, a story is also. Whatever level the story is, it's still... You're telling a story of another story. You don't know the story, and this is piercing that darkness or ignorance. And I'm, not, I'm now letting you know, I'm informing you of the narrative. Sapir is focusing on transparency. It's basically now we're starting to talk about unveiling... Real deeper reality. So, if you want to put it, this is really. If you want to put it in other words, this is really three stages in what is reality. How do we get to reality? It's actually a science of accessing reality. 
Whereas the first two, as I just said, are on lower levels. All the same spheres. Now the third one talks about Sapir. Sapir he begins with Sapir is essentially containers versus garments. What's a basic container? Like for example, the human body, the skeleton of the human body is relative to the clothing you put on the body, actual physical clothing, it's a revealer. That's the first so basically Kalim. Kalim. Kalim are revealers. Then he moves on and says that the body is still not really, the body is still a physical body. The faculties of the soul, that's closer to revealing. Even though they're not the soul, but they reveal to you the soul. So that's a little more, a little more refined state of Kalim. And it's literally moving in. Then, but that too is still not, still concealed, still containers. So then he moves into Primisa Kalim. In the, obviously, in this whole discussion, Lovin and Yaakov are, uh, play a prominent role because they are symbols of these two. Yaakov's role was to reveal, taking inanimate stones, which are an example of letters, and revealing a deeper reality within them, the story that they tell. The number turns into a story to the point that he says he lifts it up all the way to the highest levels. So then he moves on to Primis Akele. At Primis Akele, what's the difference in Primis Akele? Chetzenis Akele focuses on its function. Primus Akeli focuses on its relationship with energy. So he said that Akeli has a certain element that's similar to the energy. Like an eye is translucent, so it lets the light through. A piece of glass, a pane of glass is an example of Primus Akeli. There's no real resistance. A superconducting uh, um, matter is an element, is a Akeli that's very, very aligned with the energy. So that was one. Then he moved even further. He says, that's not Akeli, it's Chochmah. Chochmah. So he began with Malchus, Kalim and Malchus. He began Malchus, connecting Malchus to Teferes. Remember Teferes, which is Matseva, the pillar. Connecting it finally to Chochmah. Chochmah, the primary force is Eir. So what does he say here? He's saying the color white, or the bright, you can say transparent, bright white. White as in transparent, basically. So it's a color that does not uh, color anything. It doesn't taint or in any way distort what flows through it. So he says this is the interface between color and no color. Whereas all the spheres are primarily shaped by colors, which really means they're containers. Because the energy doesn't really have a color. Even though, according to explaining this, in this Hemshech, as he says in this Drush, even spheres have, even energy has spheres, but they're very abstract and subtle there. They really take on shape in the containers. Yet, Chachm is a level... Within colors, it's the, it's the colorless color, which is the root of all the other colors, which is essentially Levin Ha'elyon. So we spoke about love and Levin Ha'elyon, the supernal whiteness, first begins that it's Kalim, then begins at Primis, then goes to Primis again, now it's Chachman Eir. But Chachman is still Chachman Vatsilis. It's not Keser. Keser is beyond colors altogether. You can't even call it a colorless color. It's beyond any expression. And then he moves from Sapir from the from the Primis Akem to Air. Now he uses moves the air that's higher than Atsilis. So literally all these are levels of transparency, levels of reaching deeper reality. And explaining this, he begins first by explaining that the energy of Atsilis is different than the Primis Akelim. For example, when a glass, a, a clear glass, reveals light and the sunlight comes through it without any without any uh, distortion. What you're seeing is the brightness of a chaymer, he says, of matter. That the matter is superconductive, so to speak. This matter is transparent. But air is an, is brightness. 
It's not just matter that allows brightness to shine through. So though we can't see it with our eyes, but you have to say, if you looked at a win- through a window at daylight or sunlight, and you looked at sunlight without the window, there has to be some minute difference. Again, to our naked eye, we may not see the difference. But so, so energy is brightness, whereas the containers are matter that may be translucent or almost totally translucent, totally transparent that allows the brightness through. Now, this is energy in Atsilis. And this energy, says, besides being bright, also is a brightness that reveals a higher levels of brightness. Because since... I mean, the eye is also like, like a window. So maybe yeah, it's, the, more like, it's more like seeing without any of the vehicles of seeing. You mean the earth itself? Earth itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, both the eye and the glass is his example here. They're both examples of a keli that are that are just don't block the light. But you can't say they are light. They, it is matter that is. The beauty of this is because if you talk about Naveda, what he's talking about, how do we refine this world? You want to refine a world of matter and turn it into a, a container for energy, matter and energy. But you don't want to destroy the matter. And you don't want it to retain it's also its coarseness. So the way that we do when we refine existence is we're taking coarse matter and we're turning it into transparent matter. We're like creating conductivity to the point of superconductivity. We want to have the least amount of resistance from the material allowing the spiritual through. But at the end of, end of the day, the spirit brings something which the matter can never bring, which is pure brightness. The sheer brightness, the sheer clarity. I used an example, which I realized, I looked into the sources a bit, and it's actually there, almost there. I used the example, because you see, he's also constantly speaking example using throughout these chapters, letters and ideas. So when we start teaching a child kindergarten, remember when I went through those steps, letters in their rawest form, are just A, B, C, D, or Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dal. A child has no clue that these letters are going to be the basis of every piece of knowledge we will ever comprehend. So you start with raw A, B, C. You learn how to turn them into words. And then words become phrases, and sentences, and paragraphs, and chapters, and books, and then volumes, and then volumes of volumes. And it's endless. All started with 22 Hebrew letters. And you can trace it back. You say, Anoichi is Aleph, Nun, Chof, Yud. But, not, but, but now it means so much more. So really, there's a perfect example of a container that began empty. Well, I would say empty, concealed what's within it. And knowledge, the accumulation of knowledge and education is really taking the letters and turning them into real kalim, filling them with water now. Filling them with, with knowledge, with awareness. Now, there comes a point, if you go to the other side of the spectrum, where the air is so powerful, you're reading a page Sometimes you're just reading, you don't even realize you're turning pages. You don't even realize there's letters. Because you're so consumed with the idea, you don't even realize the words are there. Then you stop and stop and say, oh, one second, these are made up of words. What is, what's happening? The containers are not disappearing, but you're focusing so much on the quality of the message, or like when you mesmerize someone speaking. You don't even realize what time it is, you don't realize even that words are being said. You're taken by the message. A niggin would be an example. I used the example of a niggin. A niggin without words. It's a perfect example. What's really captivating you when you hear, hear or, or sing a song? It's not the, 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 the intonations, the tunes, the, the, the notes. It's the message. It's the energy that is being released or that's touching you. So you come to a point where you have Eudis without Kalim. Or you have Kalim that are so aligned. Like for example, if someone starts playing noise, it's going to be very grating. 
someone takes notes, they're taking kalim, they're refining them to the point that these kalim are just perfect flow for the message or the music that's coming through them. So it's all a matter of balance of Erin Kelly, really. Now, to the point that when you get the brightness, that's where we were speaking, we were already beyond that, is, is that brightness itself can be Eris of Atsilis in the Kalim. So let's say the light that's coming through the window. So the window is the Kelly that's completely transparent. The light itself is bright, but it's still a light that's coming through a window. Then there's the light on its own. Uh, that, 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 that's not even, that's potentially can come through the window, but it's in its core state. And then there's the energy as it is higher than Atsilis, which essentially means that the, it's beyond containers. That's what it really means. It's beyond the containers of Atsilis. So how does he explain that? He explains that with the difference between Eisisachkike and Eisisachsive. Written letters and engraved letters. Where one is, of made, is, is a separate entity, ink on parchment. So it's expressing an idea, but it's something, an additional element, an additional identity. And then you have engraved letters where you have from the substance itself. In other words, the, the stone here is the example of the brightness of light. So think light itself. You have a substance called light. <coughs> and then the letters are, the, are matter. So you could have actual ink, Matter being placed on white parchment. White parchment, think of it as ash levena, like white fire. You're placing letters, so the letters do, conceal, do reveal, but they also conceal. So that's more like Kalim of Atsilas. That's like the faculties of the soul. The faculties reveal what you shine through them, but they also don't tell you there's a whole part of the Etzaman Nefesh, the actual core soul, that's not being expressed there. And they actually conceal that part. And then you have Eishi um, Sachkike, which is of the substance itself. So think of energy itself. The brightness of light is suddenly shaping itself into letters. Think of letters of light instead of letters of ink, just to give the visual of it. Now where those letters come from is rooted, of course, in the core, and Kei Chagvul, etc., etc. There's Shimu and God wanting to have them. But now the letters are made of the same substance. But they still, as he said, create some shadow. When you engrave letters, there is some shadow. It's still the same substance. So explain, what is the shadow? The shadow is concealing, not, what it, what's revealing is full brightness. It's a letter of light. Aleph, you have now to the fullest. It's like the idea is completely there. Clarity. There's no, absolutely, no keli, uh, 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 there's no uh, separate entity, no dover zar, no ink that is blocking anything at all. But, it's a letter. It's Aleph, not Bayes. And therefore, it, it conceals the infinite possibilities that this brightness has. Basically, the Eir HaBligvul. And then he says even more, no. Next step is that it also reveals even the Eir HaBligvul. More than the energy does inside the Kalim of Atzilus. That was in chapter Kuf Chafalv. One second, one As long as there's a letter, there's a Kalim. Kalim of Kesser is called, the Kalim of Kesser. Okay, so or like the Kalim of the Ten Hidden Spheres. Of expression. There's some expression, or else there's not. There's some identity. Still a third. Uh, yeah. It would be like right before it's engraved. It's in the mind of God before he puts it down. Actually, I'm talking here, engraving is the way it's. In the mind of God. I mean, this, Mamorim, this is based on Mamorim Lukut actually. The Altar Rebbe explains it at length in Bukhu Kaysai. 
where he talks about all these ideas. He talks about, for example, first he gives the example of it of thought, uh, the, the letters that you have when you're thinking an idea, not the letters that you're speaking or thinking how to speak. So you don't really see letters there. But he, he then negates that and says that's still not really it because that tells you that the letters are connected to the seichel. It's not telling you that the letters are connected to the soul. And the soul is really, because the seichel is still a faculty. And then he goes on and says that you have to say letters are rooted in the actual soul, except they're completely not in the shape of letters there. He, he brings proof. That's why a child learns to speak so quickly. Because the letters are there already. It's not like he has to be taught letters. They just have to emerge. Anyway, the point being, however, is that we're talking now almost the most subtle place where the letters originate. And they're almost shapeless, but they're not shapeless. So essentially, so letters are, the light itself essentially is letters of light. It's still sapir, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm saying. Evan Sapir is now lifted, Evan Sapir, all the way to what? So now he's saying, we're still talking Eris, of, so the Kalim of Kesa. Then he says, which are really not, that's a chikika, that's chikika. Kalim of Kesser compared to Kalim of Atzillus is, is engraved compared to written. Then he says, but that's still not, because that's still, at the end of the day, letters. No matter how you twist it, it's still a letter. And in some way, it's therefore defined, which is fine on that level, but it's pure brightness primarily is Eir HaBligvul. And that's where we move now, Eir HaBligvul. So he's moved all the way up. So if you really want a map, a map, I've said it several times, but I think it's a good way to visualize it, because a map begins on, in our world. In our world, you have inanimate stones, which is existence as we know it, when we begin the journey. It's an inanimate stone world, which in, within it lies tremendous potential. But everything is concealed. Every Huh? It's even, I'm not, it's even lower than Misper. Now I'm talking about Misper as he spoke when you, why you're not supposed to count. He asked the question, if Misper is so nice and you count the Jews, the census, why is it that uh, you're not supposed to count people? So he spoke because Misper really is a negative because focusing on the volume and on the yeshus of Elam Hazza, saying one, two, three. So think, think of that lower Misper. Think of counting money. That I have my money and not yours. You know, me and not you, basically. The distinction, the division. So you start with this world as a fragmented world. Dog eats dog. Everybody's into themselves. One second, let me just uh, start in a concealed world, like he says in Tanya. If you need proof, he says in Tanya, it's a dark world. If you happen to need proof. I could tell you we don't really need proof. Just look around. I know you see beauty everywhere, but we just had a massacre. A bunch of little children were killed. That was not so beautiful. And we have massacres, and we have, even when people aren't massacring, they're massacring. It's just a matter of how. We live in a selfish world. So we live in a world where the concealment is almost airtight. I say almost because it's not air, air, because you know, we have choice. And you see much beauty. But the, we live in a world that is very easy for us to live in the, basically driven by our own interests at the expense of other people's interests. And you see this all the time. Unfortunately, in every community, in every individual. So we begin with that. That's because the Tzimtzum Harishan, the way God concealed His presence, is very, very powerful and intense and just made sure that it's going to, not going to be easy. <laughs> Simple as that. And uh, as much as an intellectual we understand otherwise, on a personal basis, a level, it's a constant battle. Okay. But, not all is lost. There's much hope. Because there's a ray. There's a ray. There's a kav in here somewhere. Like, you know, like the... There's a, there's a, right, silver lining, 
and even deeper than that. In everything, in little, in literally everywhere, there are sparks. Everywhere there's divine energy. It's not just thing, something devoid of the divine. It's just concealed, very concealed. And that's like you know, like that. Uh, they say that farmer, farm boy, the optimist, the royal optimist. He comes and he sees a barn filled with manure from till the top, and he says, "There must be a pony in here somewhere." You know, that's called the royal optimist. So some people see one thing, and he sees there must be a pony in here. You know, so there's a pony in here. Um, there's the expression when Avraham Avinu was searching for God. So then, you know, the example was that he, of the Bira de Lekis, he saw a palace in the middle of a jungle, middle of a forest, a wilderness, a palace that was the Lekis. The Lekis literally means, the way everyone interprets it, is a beautiful palace. It's shining and glowing, Sapir. But the Lekis actually means on fire. And the Kotzke Rebbe actually says, so he saw that usually we say such a beautiful palace, someone had to create. The Yesh Balabayas Lebirazu. There has to be an owner a master, owner, a creator to this beautiful palace. And the Kutzkrebber says that he saw the world that was burning, so much darkness, he says there has to be someone that put this here, you know, that it can burn like that. Okay, that's the Kutzkrebber's approach, always the sharper side of things. But it could be more literal chat actually. They like us, sounds more like a, uh, a blaze. <laughs> um, but regardless, so let's go back. And our Veda is, our job is, souls are sent to this earth, agents of the divine, they also join the concealment. They go into bodies and Nefeshabam is animal souls. And their personal needs and all the challenges of what life, health, parnasa, making a living, making ends meet, all that we go through. But the Neshama has the power and armed with Teir Mitzvahs to begin bringing light into the world. What does bringing light mean? Meaning revealing, bringing light from above, but above all, revealing that the stones the inanim- inanimate olive bays that are scattered everywhere are really words. And those words are really uh, phrases. And there's a story they're telling. And more than a story, they're evan sapir. They're illuminating. They're, they can become bright, transparent channels for the divine. Realigning the distortion. Yeah. So a tzaddik gomer, a rebbe, is someone whose physical body and his physical interactions are aligned. such an asham of atzilis. When you say aligned, it means aligned, obviously, to what the purpose of it all is. Like I said, aligning who you are with what you do. How many people are aligned what they are, who they are, and what they do? There's a big dichotomy, a dissonance that we experience. So this alignment, to the point where the energy, as I just said, becomes so transparent, it even reveals the brightness beyond the structure. And then we go from there all the way into the Eir HaBlikvul. So you literally can map out dark, you know, I think every one of us can create the right formula, the right algorithm, the right map. You can actually map out from darkness to light. Literally, you know, like, you know, they see uh, all these gauges we have, how much energy is left in your battery, how much energy is left in your, like a thermometer, where you can say, okay, here's, now obviously we have many different aspects of life, some aspects of life, there's more light than others. Like a, yeah, exactly. And and, and from trans and, and from no. And you want to run something physics-wise from physics, it's really from matter to energy. How much of your matter has been converted into energy? Because that's really what it comes down to. Chefza, 
to make it a chavz of kedusha. You're making matter energy. Is that what it comes down to? To take the matter to convert it to energy, or just to, to realign the, the matter? It shouldn't be distorting the energy. No, it comes down to making the matter energy because at the end of the day, they're really one. Do we, do we want to take the gashmis and make it ruchnis, or we want to show that the gashmis is not a still ruchnis? We want to make it ruchnis and want to show that both of them are, 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 are reach a higher. No, the ultimate is to reach a higher place where both of them are aligned completely, and you wouldn't even say there's two different things. Well, look, in our case, because we can't start from the bottom up, we have... This is from up, down. This is for sure. No, I mean, this is not a divine revelation of light from from, from above. Well, he's, he's spoken... No, 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 one second. But he's spoken... And he's spoken about this. There's difference in Torah and Tefillah. We need to do both. There is... This is informing us. Fine. But then the, we're talking about the process of actually implementing. We're not talking about the process of information. Information obviously comes from a teacher to a student. But then what is the student supposed to do? So we have actually three three pillars. Torah, Vedic, Nils, Chasadim. Torah is in our own... Well, once you know the information, how, what are you supposed to do next? So there's, there's a part of our day and part of our work is drawing down. You know, going up there and trying to see it. Obviously that gives us a whole different clarity... As you said, because you're not working on terms of down here, Torah opens you up. It says, There's no one that's free except someone that studies Torah, because only from the higher perspective, because if you're not thinking from a higher perspective, you're trapped by the devices and institutions from below. Tefillah is taking, however, the material world and, yes, and transforming and refining the matter that it should become this transparent channel. And then there's Chasad and Teferis, which really is the union of the two. At the end, the purpose is where it says they all become one, because in Atmos, there's really no two th- entities. And, and it becomes completely one. You do not see the difference between matter and energy. They'll be totally aligned. Like I said, when you read the page, you will be so consumed, you won't even notice there's the letters. But there's a point you don't even know there's the energy either. You know, there's a, a point. So it's, 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 it's not just matter will stay as it is. And be open to energy. Matter will become energy. Matter, because remember, when you really go to the source, are the same. But, but then he's saying, coming to the shit of the Rambam. I mean, the Rambam says that, 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 that the Gashmis will remain Gashmis. It's just going to reveal the it's gonna, it's gonna, It's not going to distort it. It will be as clear, you know. And then this is called Chat Charuv. And the whole material world will go, even the Ramban holds that after 7,000 years, there's a whole new reality. It's true. The material world will, will always be part of the process, but. Then there comes a point where matter won't be as we understand matter anymore. The Ramban says, first of all, the argument is before Shittal Fashnit. Because afterwards, Chat Charuv, everyone agrees, is a whole other thing. You know, in the future. But even, but even then, I would say, the Ramban would say, still, Chassidus would say, that in some way the material world, the world of this Tachtenim will always be part of the process. But it won't be called Tachtenim anymore. It will be, 
you know, we, we may not even call it matter, and we won't call that energy. It'll be like one certain type of oneness that it's hard even to imagine today. You know, for us today, we think in terms of matter and energy, and is the matter aligned with energy, or you know? But I think at the end, it comes on matter becomes energy, and energy becomes matter, and and both are equally vital. And that's not like energy. And I'm not, when I say matter becomes energy, I don't mean that energy will dominate, and matter will be annihilated. I mean that matter and energy will be indistinguishable, basically. E equals mc squared. Atcharuv, so this says, is a whole new Meshamayim Chadasha versus Chadasha. It's not correct why you're saying that. It's and then comes Elif Hashvi. So that's 7,000. Well, who said that? It's not true. Then there's Shnei Charuv. There's two opinions. Some say it's 1,000 years will be Charuv. Some say Shnei Charuv, 7 and 8. What happened after? Blanc and I'll tell you. Tiks HaShemayim HaChadoshim, Aras HaChadoshim. There's a whole new, a whole new uh, reality. Even compared to the Hedaf Yes. Yes. But it says also, what's Charuv? Charuv literally means destruction, but Chesidus explains Charuv means that the whole reality as we knew it before won't be. Chesidus, basically, it will come to a point where the duality of matter and energy will not exist. So I, that, that, so oh, I just, just told you, but the Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara says Chat Charuv. That means only 1,000. It doesn't say forever. It says 1,000. Chat Charuv. That's the end of the statement. So that's it. So but one, uh, it doesn't say. But 1,000, and then, uh, then, then what? But pastors, it's chatzkuv means it's one thousand a year, a one thousand period, that there'll be a whole type of transformation, and then after that things will be completely different. Exactly, that's the charuv. That's what this explains. We may not even have the concept of time as we know it, so maybe back to that type. Of, I, I would not try to go there. Let's try to figure out how we, how we, how we do it here. Huh? Again, jumping to unreal because there's, the only way you can get there is by going through this station here, you know. So there's no point. You got to go through here. Like they say, what do they say about pain? The only way out is through. Yeah, the only way out of this mess is through. So, buckle your seatbelts, and we got to figure it out. Yeah, we're through. We're getting there. Look, technology is a revelation of a matter that has become almost translucent to allow energy. This world is today a conductor of energy. That's how it is. And time and space become melt away more and more. But that's another discussion. I don't want to go there. It's not here. There's my mom. I could tell you where to look. There's a, there's a whole moment from Mizma Sheikh and Shabbos, rather, Mizma Shadiyama Shabbos from the Samach Tzaddik, where he speaks about Chat Charuv and the, the, that reality. But trust me, if you don't understand Alakus in our world, you're not going to understand Alakus out of our world. In No, in Yale, in Tehillim. 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 If you have a sefer lekutim, you have a sefer lekutim. You go to the erech, go to erech, uh, maybe Mashiach, Lashad Lavi, Shitafishin, maybe, and probably Lashad Lavi. You know what's interesting? Lashad Lavi, I would say. How do we understand um, lasers? Meaning that there's a thing today we've developed a way that now not only can it be translucent in that you don't have a diminution of the light, but, but through concentrating the light. You, we've already actually created a way that you can magnify the light. The material world can magnify it. Can you see that similarly in the spiritual world? That the, the physicality could actually yeah. add to the light and well, magnify the light? And make if, 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 this, if this is indeed a scientific reality that you just mentioned, I would recommend 
um, write it up, and I'll write up the chassidus on it. This is what I would love to engage with any scientist to make these parallels. My, the first thing that comes to mind is what chassidus says that kelim are mamshich er. For example, when a student begins, so he's listening, he's absorbing. But when the student is empowered and already knows something, he can draw out the kelim can draw out from the teacher something that the teacher himself would not have given. So Asius actually. That Asius and Kalim actually draw out a deeper energy. Because remember, in Chassidus, the key thing to remember is matter, energy, atmos. Matter, energy, God. God is not closer to energy than he is to matter. So both are entities that are meant to work with each other and join. But the, ultimately, there's the third elusive element, which is the force that's beyond logic. See, we can't relate to a world that doesn't have matter and energy. That's a, you know, that's a, that's atmos. So, but, but when you do, that's why the kalim can do things for the air, and the air does things for the kalim. They have to work with each other. You know, as much as the kavana is in your body and tachtenim, but let's be honest, if the captain of the ship was your body, you'd be in deep trouble. Well, actually, we are in deep trouble because that's exactly what's happening. It's like the nail telling the hammer what to do. The kavana is the nail, fine. But, but, but you're not the director. The director has to be the soul. The soul has to tell you. So I'll say, you know what? I'm having chont for Shabbos. Um, I'm going to fresh chont because the tachtainim is that I have to really eat as much chont as possible. That's ridiculous. The tachtainim means that the purpose is that even you in your dark place should be aligned. But who's aligning you? You have to have the soul. The soul has to always be a restless force that reminds us with angst that this is not the place to be. That's the paradox. If you get too comfortable in tachtainim because it's the kavon, it's also not the kavon. The kavon is that you should be there but never feel comfortable there. To feel that your place is not there. Your place is, I'm here because you want me to be here. I'll do the job. But but not to get too comfortable. Once you get, if the soul gets too comfortable, that's why, it says, the soul is compelled. You must enter the body. Why, why, why can't you just show the soul what happens when the body, when, the, when you find a body, it goes so much, to a much higher level. So you do show the soul. And that's what forces it to go. But why is it called forced? Because if it's not forced, we're in big trouble. You want the soul never to want to be here. Or else we lose our restlessness. Or else we lose our aspirations. Then we're, you know, become animal bliss. Which is equal problem. So the Miraglim, they suffer from the problem. They wanted to go into the spiritual and wanted to neglect the material. Kairach saw that. He said, okay, let's stay in the material and forget about the spiritual. We don't need leaders. We don't need spirituality. Let's find everything in this material world. The Rebbe explains this in Chelechess. Both are incorrect. It's not about indul- it's not about immersion in the material beyond recognition, and it's not about transcendence and escaping. It's about joining and fusing. So it's all stages. In the beginning, it's about aligning. Anyway, so until the point where we can be a keli for bleakvul. So the question in the last chapter, which we learned, and I'm summing it up because it is, he's bringing together a lot of things, and I just felt for myself, at least my sanity, trying to figure out all this so the last chapter, Kuchav Beis, he asked the question, So till now, you're saying it's Kalim. Okay, I understand. Kalim reveal. Depends how much they reveal. First they're, they're, they're trans, uh, they're, they're opaque. Then they're translucent. And then they're transparent. Until the point they almost... Okay. And Kalim of Keser, it's still engraved letters. But now you're telling me that the real Behirah's brightness is light. What, what does that mean? It, it is brightness. What, what's it revealing? 
or the way he puts it is, Not that you're dealing with the one reality, you're no longer dealing with two entities, you're not dealing with matter revealing energy, no, there are no letters. What does it mean to reveal when there's no letters? Who are you revealing to and what are you revealing? You are it. Brightness doesn't need to be bright, so to speak. It is bright. Brightness is relevant when something is not bright, so I'm illuminating. So to answer this, he speaks that there's Levushim also higher than Natsilas. That even in a place where there's no Kalim, there's also levels. And here comes the far deeper concept of the difference between a core entity and an expressed energy. So basically the point that he makes is the following. I'm just summing it up and then we'll hopefully learn further. He speaks the Pasuk, Hoyd v'hadar. Lavashta. What's the difference in Hoyd and Hadar? You know, Hoyd is usually we say is beauty and splendor. Beauty and majesty. Majesty and splendor. I mean, it's all in English meaningless. Until you. So he explains Hoyd and Hadar there's two levels. He uses the example of a melech, a king. Which is again the same idea. So it brings that Moshe, Moshe, and then Rabbi Yeshua becomes Hadar. Like the Malkin says, that he gave, he gave from the Hadar of Moshe to the Hadar of Yeshua. And all these different expressions he uses and sums up, the bottom line is that on one hand we say a king cannot be a king without a nation. On the other hand, we see that the awe and authority and majesty that a king evokes in the nation is far beyond just that they, if they gave him the authority, so there's authority. But he evokes something that's far beyond. If they appointed him, why are they in such awe of him? They basically created him. So he answers, because he has malchus on his own. There's a majesty the king has on his own. And, well, he says, well, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. First he says, that once that he's appointed, a new level of malchus enters into him. Which is me'ain from malchus de la'ela. From divine majesty enters into this king once he's appointed. And then he adds that the truth, he always had it within him. The only thing is, it was revealed by the nation. So basically we see there's two levels of majesty. One is what you are on your own, you're just an exalted, he's a higher type of individual. And there even when he's alone in his private chamber, nobody's around, no king, no nation, there's a line on the island, he's that way, the Edson that way. But revealed it's not. Expressed it's not. What expresses it is when there's a nation. And where there's others. So that, that's an expression. And that expression is far beyond just the respect of a minister that you have. There's an awe involved. There's a majesty of a different dimension. Same thing as Lamaila, that God is too loved. God does not need us to crown him. God is not. When you say Rosh Hashanah, we crown him. He needs us to crown him. God gets greater when we crown him. But there's no expression of it. So that's, so that's more the Eir Habligvul would be the majesty of the divine as it's on its own. When we crown him and we express our praises, we bring it down into revelation. Kesamachus. And that's the difference, like the difference between Atik and Arich, he says in Kesar. So Kesar is majesty, crown, Malchus. Arich is Sherish and Atom, that's already a root for creation, it's a relationship with a nation, with existence. And Atik is as it's on its own. That's basically what he said. So that's the difference between Hoid and Hodar. Hoid is the majesty of the king. Hodar is when you say Hidur. Hoid doesn't have details. The majesty of the king. Hodar, when you say someone's Muhudr, the mitzvahs, or like pre eight Hodar, it's not just a, a nice esrog. There's details involved. The shape, the, 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 the right, the bumps, the, 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 the color, the, 
Kmatim. So Hod is Atik and Hodr is Arich. And he says Hod is also from the word acknowledgement. When you acknowledge, there's no real details. You're just acknowledging the majesty. As he said, L'cha, they mer tehila. Dumya tehila. That silence is your praise because there's nothing you can say. Or he says the word, Neda Tishbachis, right? Neda Tehillas, I'm sorry. Neda Tehillas, Shadrayim. Because they're beyond, beyond, there's a place where God is beyond expression. So what do we learn from this? That here we have no containers, but you have awe, an expression of the awe, or it's, or it's concealed and it's just inside the king, and the majesty of the king that's not expressed. So now, basically answer the question, what means by Enosef, the thing of Megaladover? Yes, that's the gili here. It's a gili of the etzim. And I gave the example, so, so the question was, you know, till now we were talking about expression, okay, containers, letters. So written letters, engraved letters, you know, letters of light, but they're letters. Here we're talking about the brightness itself has no letters, but the brightness can be just something that is completely concealed, or it's expressed in some way to outside of itself. You mean even in Arik there's no letters? In Arik there are letters. There are. So Kesser, there are letters. There Kesser. Etzema Kesser, there's no letters. So even in Atik, there's still letters? No, no. So there's where the distinction comes, Atik and Arik. You could say that. Yeah. But, but, he's, but he's not talking here letters of Arich. He's talking Arich here as the Gili of so Malchus. Actually, he's talking here not, uh, Arich without letters. Arich without letters? Yeah. Arich without letters? Yeah. Are you, is that going to be a name of a book? <laughs> so, Hoy... Is uh, not Kalim. And Hodr is also not Kalim. That's the point here. No. It's how could it be without letters? It's already, if I can explain it, you were saying that it was Hadar. It's already has details related to the people. Hold your acknowledging that it's separate, it's separate, it's the majesty. There's already a relationship. The relationship requires some type of letter, some type of communication, I would think. First of all, we still have a chapter to read about it. He's going to go now explain it in detail. Second of all, let's just say this. Um, yes, it's, it's, it means there are details, but they're not details in the form of words or letters. I would say basically what we're talking about here is an expression that um, that relates to us. What it means is, in other words, if we didn't see the king, he's locked in his own chamber, then there's no, there's no, not letters, there's no, there's no revelation. We're talking revelation, not letters here. There's no revelation. When you see the king comes out, and you see him, and you see his majesty, it brings, there's a revelation, there's an expression. Yeah. Even though there's, de- there's details, there's details not in the, but there's no, it's not that the king is teaching you. If the king now says, Then you're talking Caleb. Here you're just talking about this. His majesty has been revealed. You have this chus. You're enchanted by his glory. Like it's awe. By his expressive glory. But he's not, he's not communicating anything to you. If you can see him, there's Caleb. That's what I would argue. Because you have, have the only way you can relate to things is through your case. So, that, so he calls it levushin. Yeah. No, it's not Caleb. You can see him. Somebody gets enchanted by his... But you could argue with... Eliezer, you're right to argue as you like, but you know, Chassidus right. has the right to tell you what Kalim means, what Kalim don't mean. You're making your own definition of Kalim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's put it this way. 
the, uh, he's not yet there yet, but I'll just give you an example. If Atmos is built in Metzius Nimtza, beyond any type of, we can't even talk about it, it's a different type of existence altogether, then Atmos wills himself to manifest in, in Metzius Nimtza. At this point, there's definitely no Kalim. There's nothing. There's just, there's not even revelation. It's just the will of something built in Metzius to become Metzius. Okay. Then this manifests in what we call air. Air and sof have built the without any limits. There's not even spheres there yet. Then there's spheres, infinite amounts of spheres. Then there's Oliver saying that there should be ten spheres. This is just the hidden tens, hidden spheres. And then there's ten there's the, the ten spheres. He wants also to have identity containers. Now, yes. Conceptually, you could say, as soon as Biltimitzius Nimtza became Mitzius Nimtza, there's already, you wouldn't call it a container, but there's something. So it's true. In a subtle way, you can call that the first container, but it's not usually called container there. That's more called expression. Like the Alter Rebbe says in Taylor an interesting thing. He speaks about Shlichus. He says, Shlichus Shladim Kameisei. He says, everything is a Shliach. Even Erein Sof is a Shliach because anything outside of Atmos is already a Shliach. So in that sense, that's what you mean. So yes, expression. But there's a difference between, let's say, the er blik vul expression, that you're standing in awe, or that er blik vul now manifests in er gvul, that's teaching you chachma bina das. You see the difference? That's the difference. So you're right, as far as expression goes, that's what he's coming to me. Yes, there is behiras, there is, there is an element of brightness that's now shining to, to us, so to speak. But all you're really seeing is his majesty. You don't relate to him in any other way. It's a very makavdik effect. Like we'd say, what is he made of? What, is he, what does he entail? He's trying to start teaching you. If Hashem never gave us Torah, we could stand in awe of him, but you would not know that he wants an Echi Hashem Alekecha, and Le'yilecha, and 613 mitzvahs. You don't see the distinction? So we're, yes, we're just elevating. No, that's not harder. Harder is not... Hader is simple. The Hoid is as he is on his own, and you don't even know about him. And Hader is when he's relating a melech, a nation is crowning him. But what are they crowning? A king is not it's keser. It's not chachma. There's no seichel involved. There's no intelligence involved. There's no details involved. Therefore, there's no kalim. That's what's called gilia er as opposed to bligvul without the gilia. It's called revelation. Would be more expression. Don't you see the difference between a king and then let's say the next step is you say to the king, tell us something. Yeah. And it gives you a decree. Then he's telling you what to do with your life. Go do this, go do that. That's a whole different world. That's already Eir HaGvul. We're talking about Eir HaBligvul. Eir HaBligvul is basically the Kabbalah soil of just accepting the king as king. When the Jews came out of Mitzrayim, they said to Hashem, they said to Hashem, tell us your mitzvahs. You know, we want to do them. He says, first, Kabbal Malchusei, First accept my kingship and then accept my decrees. Yeah. Well, what we say, what's Shema and Bahayim Shema? Shema is first Kabbalah Sol Machus Shema and then Kabbalah Sol Mitzvahs. What means Kabbalah Sol Machus Shema? Let's define that. That means accept my, me in my entirety, then I know what I ask of you, you'll do. Or in relationships. When it comes to, let's say, spouses, there's an element, not just, it's not some of the parts. You just accept the whole other person. You love the entire person. And automatically then come the details and I'll do it. I know some people have the love without the details. But that's another story. Uh, but the details without the love is definitely not going to work. Yeah. So in other words, there's two steps. So we're talking here. So basically, Kabul Machusai is Hadar. 
we're accepting the kingship. Rosh Hashanah is not all year round. Once a year, you stand in awe of the whole big thing. Then comes the mitzvahs the rest of the year where you break it down. Moida Ani. The Moidim, as he said, where you acknowledge. That's harder. Anyway, let's continue. We'll, we'll learn the next chapter. Let's put it this way. Even though it may sound things are getting easier, it's getting more because there's more details to carry now. He didn't say Moidim, he said Moidim. I give. I just gave an example. So I stand corrected. You're right. It is. Hoid. Yeah, Hoid is. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. One second. So there's Mizeh Ikiyur Belayam Vahadam Achus Uzakstar Kabbalas Amach Vina Nasnasa Am. One second. Let me just see this last piece. You're right. I have to correct myself. Yeah, you don't even say... Well, let's put it this way. The truth is like two levels of Haidah. Where you stand in silence and in awe. And then there's when you express it. When you say Halal Haidah. So Hadar is the expression of... You're saying God is... I'm saying you're praising God with the different praises. There are details involved. But but it's, but 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 it's not it's not chokhmah. Because even the vision of a king, without him saying anything, he didn't say Again, I'm saying it. I'm asking a question. I'm not making no, no. But but the problem that you're doing is that you dismiss the whole definition of kalim based on what you're saying. The kalim that he's talking about exodus are not existent. You're talking you're talking semantics. Kalim mean letters, and letters mean distinction of words and ideas. Chokhmah. Letters begin. In Chachmah or in Kalim of Kesser. We're talking here, Ur. Do we have Levushim here? Kalim carrying a message. These are Levushim, they're not Silas. This is the Levush that we're talking about. When there's when there's ideas, there's words. Kalim mean letters. Kalim mean Chachmah, Bin, Das. Without that, there's no, there's nothing. There's the only have Ur. I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure. You, you didn't hear a word I said, I see. No, I'm related to it. No, what did I say? Do you know? Can you repeat what I said? Yes. You were saying that Kalim begins with letters. That's not what I said. I spoke now for 20 minutes without using the word Kalim or letters. I spoke about how an Etzim is without Gili and how Etzim is with Gili. That You forgot? That's the point here. You didn't hear me say any of that? I know you didn't hear that. I could see from where you're asking. A chayzer you would not be. I could tell you. Uh, 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 you, were you know what? You that's what Jacob said. You could, you know, you, just like you when you started to learn to be a chayzer, it was a learning process. No, it wasn't. You By the way, from you the told st- me the beginning that you had it right in, and the Rebbe corrected until you took six. That's not chayzer. That's writing. I'm talking about the remembering. Memorizing is not a process. Either you, you either. You have to learn how to memorize. No, 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 no. It's not true. I thought I heard that. No, writing. You, you didn't even hear that right. You didn't even hear that right. No. Chayzer maniach. No, no. Writing. You just gave an example. Hearing it. Hearing is not a learned act, uh, skill. You can't learn to be learn to be a better listener. Let's put it this way. It can be taught if a person is ready to listen. I'm, 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 I'm here willing to listen. If I wasn't listening, I would be here. No, no, but I come to you as rabbi. I don't come to you as. A, this is not personal. No, no. What I'm trying to say is, I still don't see. I still. The first time I listened to the Rebbe's Fabrengen, 
With, and, and the last time that I heard the last time, Brian, there was no difference. No difference. No difference. That's shocking to me. Because after 10, 20 years of doing it, you would think there's some change. Because that, that shows you how you don't even begin to understand what absorbing means. No, what changed was my understanding of the ideas. The uh, processing of the ideas changed. But absorbing, either you're in the absorbing mode or you're not in the absorbing mode. Do you want to relate, relate to that? No, that can be well, how, how could that be improved? Either, if a person's not in absorbing mode, they're not in absorbing listening mode. And listening and any sense it's can be improved. Word. Vision can be improved and worked on. So know. you're talking to someone who's done it. You're telling me how... Okay, listen. No, no, absorbing. If you're not ready to absorb from day one, you're not absorbing ever. Nothing will happen. Something no, I've, I've what has to shift I've is that you want... I've seen plenty of students that weren't willing they learned a lesson. And they don't absorb. Who says maybe it's processing? Maybe it's understanding and comprehending. Maybe not absorbing. Absorbing requires a decision in your heart that you are going to absorb and listen and not let your mind uh, process the idea. That if you don't do that, you can't remember. I don't know. When I get so excited about some of the things, I have to go on a script. By the way, I'm not telling you what to do. You can do as you wish, but you just have to be aware that you may be missing some things as a result. But maybe you also gain something as a result. They say about Einstein that he was, he, not, not that I'm comparing myself to Einstein, but the, that he, would, uh, he was very... So how do you understand that the Gemara that says a person who's busy absorbing can't be busy processing and I transmitting? Yeah, I, I wrote down everything, there were a lot of things that you were saying. Okay, anyway, bottom line is, I'll just say it again in case someone else didn't get it. We're talking here about the Gilead Etzim. There's the king as he is on his own, and there's the king how it's recognizable by his nation. And that has nothing to do with Kalim... It has to do with revelation. The revelation of Bligvul and awe that it evokes. Kalim is once you're dealing with comprehension. Once you're dealing with some type of words. Or you're dealing with some expression that has, uh, I would even say, logic to it. You'd say before you start Chachma, which is Kalim, which is this. Your first thing is Kabbalah Shah. There's seven, according to this garden, there's seven intelligences that a person learns by. One of them is authority. One of them is just logic. But then there's musical, there's sensory. Um, the way he's explaining it here, Oshis is engraved letters on stone. Letters means letters. Um, and that's that. I, exp- I ask you then, what is air without... Let's take your definition of Oshis. Explain to me air without Oshis. Can you explain that to me? Or without Oasis. Yeah. Well, However, the broadest definition of Oasis. I'm not asking that or I'm asking. But I'm, but, I'm a, but I'm asking you in return. They're not able to answer you. I can in a very abstract way. Gilly. Or is Gilly. I mean, okay, so that's what we're discussing. However you interpret Oasis is not what he's talking oh, yeah, about yeah. here. Hmm? Gilly is not necessarily an Oasis, right? 
The king is in his own private chambers, doesn't need anybody to be exalted or above. And then there's how that's expressed with Imel Ablayam. They're crowning him and revealing this dimension in him. You have inside of you um, all kinds of potential. Then someone acknowledges it. You have Rajbi and Zahar, when they gave, they praised him, so brought out of him those qualities. So that someone, someone challenges you, or someone <laughs> brings out your qualities. So they were there, dormant. With, I'm not even getting to whether you're aware of it or not. It's not relevant. And now there's awareness of it. You want to call that Oasis? He's not calling that Oasis. He's not calling that Kalim. He's calling that Gilead Bligvul. You want to call it, he calls it a Lavush, actually. But That's what he calls it, Hadar. Hoyt Vahadar, Lavashta. But it's all reality. Is it not all reality, physical reality? According to, I got a question. Is all physical reality not really some type of revelation? Uh, so that, so I spoke, that's why I spoke for 20. I spoke 20 minutes. Do you remember me saying the words built to Mitzvah Nimtza? Yes. As it comes into Mitzvah Nimtza. Did you remember what I said about that? Anybody? Do you remember anything? I said anything about that? I spoke about it for quite a number. So what, what, what is that why you called Asis? If a Mitzvah, an Atmos that's built to Mitzvah Nimtza manifests in some manifest way. Would you call that Oasis and Caleb? I might. That's yes. what we're asking. Okay, well, he, he, he does not call that. No, he does not call that. Many months ago, you said it was a field of energy. You said that was the first Yeah, right, exactly. It's a field of energy, a field of expression. All of Ayin Beis, he doesn't, he only reads when he says... Not only Ayin Beis, all of Chabad Chassidus. All of Chabad Chassidus, specifically letters on a page, either Chakiko or written. It's not to do with the page. It's that, it's a... Letter means, you know what letter means? That it's, not, it's this and not that. That's what, that's what letter means. That's what a letter means. It means this and not that. That's air. What's a, I don't understand. Don't you ever hear of air habligvul and air hagvul? How would you define air habligvul and air hagvul according to you? What's air habligvul? What's air hagvul? One is, air hagvul is this. Olive Bay's gimel, or notes, or colors, or shapes, or sizes, or concepts, or 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 completely, or whatever. And erha bligvul is means bligvul. There's no, there's, there's one seamless flow, but it's a flow. It's an expression. That's what he's saying here. The expression of bligvul, or the or bligvul that's hidden inside. What's the problem with that? I really don't get it. I, I, I it behooves you to explain to me the difference between bligvul and gvul if everything is aseus. So then, what are we talking about? We're talking about. I, I'm trying to explain. One second. I ask you if everything is Isis, Tell me, do it in Bligvul and Gvul. So who is? When is Gvul? And we use the expression sometimes to talk about Isis as a vehicle for Gvul. Gvul and Isis are the same thing. The word Isis. When we speak, one second. No, already, and I'm past it. Okay. Which is that when or when vul and oasis are the same thing, do we mean only literally letters of the alphabet, or could it include other notations? And you okay. Said no, and I'm ready to go. No, on. no, I said yes. It includes all notations. Oh. It's all notations. I keep telling you, oasis are much more than you think. The chav based oasis. When you read in time, one second. That was my question. So my my answer is it includes all notations. All fluctuations, all distinctions. Even further, you open up a Shayyuchid Vamuna. You open up the second. 
change in the story here? No, no, but no, but question, but he, but what's going But then the, your conversation, his conversation, are two of them. Okay, but that really confuses matters. Yeah. One sec. Let me explain something. If you read Shari Yochad Vamuna, what does he say? God created the world with Asara Mamoris. So you're asking me when you say Asara Mamoris, does it mean only words, or did he, or everything? Of course, everything's under Asara Mamoris. Period. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So when you say Esospheris, essentially that is air and Kalim of Gvul. It's Eser, and not the eleven, and not nine. Erab Wilgul does not have the word, you cannot say Eser in it. You can't say that number. We're going to learn about this a little more. But, no, but that's not Erab Wilgul. The spirit of saying cats. Okay, so the bottom line is when we talk Eser and Kalim, we're talking Erab How do you understand Erab Tell me, with, with your definition of. Letters, words, containers. I'm saying, but it has kalim too? No. Oh, so there you go. So then what's the problem? So that's what we're talking about. Expression without kalim. Okay. Let's move on. Okay, so then that's good. So that's keser. That's right. as they are without containers. Well, that was good. No, that's not, that's not, because as soon as he thinks about what he just said. You went down too easily. I don't understand. How'd you suddenly change? No, 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 right? I, I, that's what I, I, I was the whole time with that. What? Light of the bleak fool. You, what was your question? You go back there. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what was your question? I just think that I, okay, I, I love what you just said about the old Osios is signs. Signs, because because by that when the when Yishayahu or Cheskel saw the vision of the Markama, God wasn't speaking all the letters to him. He didn't see letters. He saw a vision. That is an Os. No. Speaking of the vision, that's what we're talking about. The Hadar of God in Kesser Narich is a vision like a, like what the Navi would see. Okay, let me just tell you one thing. And, th- and, and, and you haven't even read the chapter of the Rebbe Rashab, what he has to say about it. Okay, so, so you've come to Epiphanies before even reading the chapter? <laughs> I've never heard that. No, it's, I'm not reading that. We re- learned that already. I just reviewed it. That's what we say. But Reish Shomenusa de Malka, in the beginning of his Ratzon, the king, Gol of Galifu, Law. That's when he engraved. That's the engraving. He engraved letters of. That's the you saw, That's the first place where God says, "I want to have ten spheres." You also brought Revam Hadras Melech. Yeah, yeah, the truth is that in the Memorium, when you talk of this, you talk with either as the spheres gnuses of, of Kesser, but in the, in the macrocosm, it's the, before the Tzimtzum, correct. Here he inter- interchanges it. Right now he's talking really Kesser and Kesser. But there's interchange, because the, the Rizal says, the ten hidden spheres are in Kesser, Atik and Arach. 
But Atikanarich is also Atikanarich of Ak. Huh? Not Yes, Kessel of Atzilus we're talking here. We're talking about Atzilus and beyond and higher than Atzilus. The microcosm, macrocosm that we've said many times, which you got to master until you get it, takes time. But that's after Atzilus. Right. So did you hear what I just said? Microcosm, macrocosm? The microcosms have the Tzimtzum. Macrocosm is before the Tzimtzum. Ten hidden spheres are either Kesar of Atzilus or it's Lifniat Simpson. Remember, Atzilus, the Klolus, is alien self Lifniat Simpson. No, all the levels of air spheres in Ketz, Rotson, Kaidamalis, Rotson, Rotson, Hamuchlet, Eir Habligvul, you got plenty. Eir Akal Bamoyer, Kadim Kekadmuse, I can give you 25 levels. I mean, there's many levels. Generally, three. Usually, you talk three or three levels is usually what you talk about. But he's gonna he's gonna go there. We're gonna discuss it. So Haidu Hadu, but Reivam Hadus Melech means in the nations. A lot of people. So he said, what it means a lot, not just a lot of people, but different types. They all gather together. That's a parade when everybody honors the king's king's glory. He spoke about all the details. That's Hadras, Hadar, and Hoid is how the king is in his palace on his own. So Hadras is a revelation of what? Of the king's majesty. That's all it is. It doesn't have... It's the gili of... Like he says, That Erein Sov, which is higher than Kalim, is revealing something. That's what he says here. So chapter Kuv Chav Gimel now. The bottom of page 238, 123. And with this we'll understand that you dress up and clothe yourself. These are the two levels of Kesar. is the level of Atik. That's the inner dimension of the crown of Kesar. The core, the infinite energy. That's higher than expression and revelation. Or expression means extension. Atik means, from the word Vayetak Misham, he was removed from there. Vayetak, like torn away from there. Meaning that he's above and apart. Separate and apart and separate and apart. <laughs> Removed meaning hatoka, torn away or separate, vavdola and apart. For hodar, there is galus And hodar is the revelation of hod. That's the level of arechampin. This is a garment. That in it and through it radiates atik. So let's say when a king He's a king even when he's in the shower. When he puts on, a, let's say, a robe and his crown, his kingly garments, that's his lavush that he puts on. So he calls it a lavush. That he calls it. Because lavush means an expression. And this level, there is a possibility to praise him and to glorify him. The is baruch. To glorify God, He may be blessed. In a form of extrapolation, in other words, negating. Through which you know, through this you know, the hafla 
of the divine infinite. Like we learned before, chapter 101. What did he say in chapter 101? He was talking over there about Svidas from the word Sipur, story. And the story tells the story. First it tells the story of Gvul. Then it told Mavin Dover Metech Dover. By knowing that God, we have wisdom, that means that God has wisdom. That's the first level, that's Gvul. And that negates, you say, if God has wisdom, His wisdom is unlike our wisdom. So you come to a deeper understanding, comprehension, he says. Bina. is Bina. You come to comprehension that he's the, in the grandiosity of God's wisdom. Huh? Grandeur, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. I said the grandeur, yeah, the grandiosity, the grandeur. The grandeur of God's wisdom. So you could have understanding wisdom, why he's very wise, but then you realize it's like a complete, <coughs> a wisdom of a completely different dimension. That's so that's your Deus That's correct, that's correct. But the reason it's not Kalim is because it's the Etzem being revealed, not us trying to understand it. Yeah. But we get to it. We Our, our way of... In other words, when we say, so there's, there's God, the Hod, the Hod is how he is in his own, Hod is how he's manifesting, and we relate to it through the, the negation of our Kalim, correct. He said that. He said that. He said that. He said that. Right, but however, Primisa. Why does that give you a feeling there must be something greater behind it that you don't see? No, no, that dressed up is not. That dressed up is already that that you did such little. No, no, what's up? Yeah, but find that there's not even shlila. There's nothing to talk about. It's not. You're not related. It's not expressed. Let's put it this way: from the bottom up, it goes like this. Remember, we started. We have a, con- a concealed container where everything is hidden. You first come to realize there's some divine force, there's some energy within it. You start realizing the container. Huh? We like we do it. It's called awareness. You're aware there's more than just your own indulgences. Huh? Well, no, all of us. Anytime it's a small little awareness, whatever it is, whatever it is that makes you aware that there's more to reality than what you see. Yeah, I mean that's a bit. What, 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 what? Talk about us. I don't know. Let's talk about you and I. Okay. See, the revelation begins to, to shine in, and you become more aware. Let's say you're growing in, in in the appreciation. You come to realize one second. All the wisdom in the world, science, all the chesed in the world, is flawed, is mortal, is biased, subjective come to realize, you know something, there's a pure form of love, a pure form of Chochmah. What you're doing here is aligning yourself to the Eir HaGvul and the Eiris and Keli. That's what you're doing so far. So you're aligning a distorted Eir and Keli, or, or, or a world where there was no Eir altogether revealed, to a world where there's, there's a bigger picture, there's a clearer picture, there's a healthier world. A healthier world. That this is Golis and that's not and you come to understand Atsilis, Atsilis is an aligned world. Love is perfect, Gvur is perfect, Teferis is perfect, Chachma is perfect, Bina is perfect. But it's still a structure. It's just a perfect structure. The machine is a newborn child, healthy newborn child. Everything is exactly aligned. Every keli, the lungs, the heart, the mind, everything. There's no toxins. Okay. That brings you now to the next step. That you realize, one second, the one who put this structure here must have Chachma. 
Because if he gave us Chochmah, he has to have Chochmah. And Bina and so on. What kind of Chochmah does he have? You start realizing, you negate and say, it can't be my Chochmah. Because there's no way he's just a perfect version of me because then it's still... Uh, they just uh, me. Right. And then, then back to the square one, which is who created him, so to speak. So you come to realize, okay, that... I can't say he has wisdom. I can't say he doesn't have wisdom, but I can't say he has wisdom. I can say his, he must have some type of wisdom that's not like my wisdom. You start to realize, let's say, the unconscious. You can't touch it, but you can negate from what you know. It must be different. And then you can start create an image of something that is beyond. Now you're talking Kesser. Now you've moved from Atzillus into Kesser. In Kesser, Atik and Arich, let's start with Arich, of course. The, in Arich, you already, you, it's a sherish in Tzolan. That's where it began. The colors begun, begin somewhere. I mean, Chachmah is a key point here, because Chachmah is what leads you there. Your mind is taken there. But Chachmah has that paradox too. Do you know or don't you know? Chachmah is like the combination of knowing and not knowing. Like, I know, I, I get it. I, I, something fell into my mind, but it came from a place that I can't get. So you have this like, get and not get. That leads you to Arich. And Arich really leads to negation. Yedir Sashlila. Now, all the kalim I had, and Eris and kalim, of Chach, Mabin, Neches, Gvura, Teferis, I know that in Arich, it's not the way it is in Atzillus. That is Hadar. You're getting the king's... Ma- it's a, that's a negation, a revelation of God's majesty, like a flaw, like he says, a flaw, the, 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 the grandeur of the divine, but through, you came to it through extrapolation of your structure. Your structure taught you there's something beyond the structure. Then there comes an understanding and awareness of something that you realize. One second. If there's a shlila, what is he like without the shlila? Well, how is he on his own before he... Uh, 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 and that's Atik already. That you can't even enter with, with, with your knowledge. All you can do really is extrapolate from... Ex- see, there's shlila of shlila. That's why you say, his shlila is called hashlila even. Okay? Good. That's very important. Atmos is above this also. We'll see. Let's see where he goes. So far, this is pretty good. I don't know. It's not higher than... Uh, Obviously, Atmos is higher than everything. That's for sure. But you actually use Ma your Shain Bina can, to get to these things. You're not experiencing these levels. You're using your Bina to extrapolate. <coughs> that's all. Yeah, right. And then, that, then, then you come to a point where you realize there's something even beyond your extrapolation. Okay. That's also Bina. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that's Bina. You have no way of even... Comp- you know, someone say, hey, tell me something about Atik. No. So that's it. So there's you know, no Bina. There. You know it's there. That's not I, I don't see that. So you're telling me, again, saying the same Bina that leads you to extrapolations leads you to Atik is the same Bina? It's not the same Bina. One brings you to at least to some comprehension except through a, a... You understand the grandeur of it. And the other one brings you to a place that's beyond completely. He didn't get there. Let's see what he says. However, in Primis HaKesar, inner Kesar, where it was completely removed, that's how the king is in his own, and you can't even say Yedir HaShlil. You can't even say he's not that. And by Mashiach it says, That on, on him will be bestowed to Shava. From the word shava, valued. To shava means also maybe bestowed, like placed on. Hoider hader to shava love. So we see both hoid and hader. The Mashiach merits to the level of yichida. 
Five levels of the soul, right? Nefesh Ruch Neshama Chai Yechida. Because it's primisatik. Yechida is primisatik. Because Nefesh Ruch Neshama is Nefesh is Nihi. Netzach Chai Yisod. Ruach is Chesed Gvur Teferis. Neshama is Chochma Bina Das. And then Chochma Bina. And then Keser, Arich is Yechaya. And and Atik is Yechida. Nehi, that's what it says, Venochalov. And we'll rest upon him. The Spirit of God, we say this is the Haftar of Pesach, Arash Pesach, Ruchadatika, the Spirit of Atik. The Neid the Gamkein, it's also known. Rucha Datika is not in that. Is not, not in the pasuk. No, that's a Zayar on the pasuk. Yeah. The Neid the Gamkein, it's also known. The Limud Atayda, the Mashiach, the, the study of Tayda of Mashiach, Yibkins Primis Atayda, will be the inner Tayda. She has spiel the close saw that he will transmit, that he will transmit to to to, to close the general bestow. bestow. Shpia, we'll teach, mashpia, teach, transmit. Yeah. And the way of learning won't just be learning, teaching ideas. He'll, he'll be giving, showing you, showing like you're seeing the, the essence of it, seeing the personality of it. Like it says elsewhere. That means the Haid Vahadr. What's the two things, Haid and Hadr, based on what we learned? Haid, Lats Musay. Haid is the Nord Lats Musay, meaning that we're going to get the Atmos of it, the course, that will be the level of inner Kesser, which is Atik. And Hadr, what will be able to reveal it in a state of Haid. So let me just explain this a moment, just to, to help out. Yeah. Which will help also the continuation. You see, this is going obviously to pretty high levels here, but I think it's important to step back a bit, especially if you want to hear by other chapters. Let me just sum up one thing. I think this is very important. Remember, about I've been struggling with trying to understand. And I think I've got it now. The whole thing began, if you remember, Sapir began to connect it to Lovan and Yaakov. And there's no question that he's talking Lovan, Levan, and Elian. What is the level of Lovan? If you remember in Klippa. He said Lovan was Kesser or Chochma. Chochma or Kesser. Then he said, no, not, no that's Vayitzek, uh, not Shemen. He said Kachab also, of Tayu. But Kesser or Chochma. So Lovan of Gedusha, Lovan of Elyum, meaning this colorless color, Chochma is the step that connects the structure to a place beyond. Chochma tells you, Kayachma. You know, where did that come from? Basically, I'm going to use psychological terms. I think it's easier to relate to. Chochmah is where conscious senses there's something that's unconscious. Because where the ideas come from. Um, if you recall much earlier, or a little earlier, he spoke about this two ways. There's Kayach HaMaskil. So it reveals to you that there's a root where the Seichel is coming from. Where is Seichel coming from? So you can't put your finger on it, because that's the whole point. But you clearly know there's some type of collective unconscious state. But then there's the un-unconscious. Shemen. Not just yayin. Rozid, 
that tells you there's something even beyond that's not even a, you can't even call it the source of consciousness. So what he said before, there's like the kecha maskil is at least you could say it's a power in the soul that manifests what's called kechas nalomim. You can't see it; it's concealed potential. But then there's how seichel is in the nefesh itself. If you were able to look at a soul right now, what, what would you see? You wouldn't see anything. Because the seichel doesn't even have the manifestation. You can't even call it a mocker for seichel. He spoke about this uh, earlier. When he spoke about um, the storytelling, the hidden story. Now, why am I saying this? Because I think it helps tremendously to understand what we're talking about here. He's not moving into the world of this un- un- unconscious and un-unconscious, so to speak. I'm not talking about here, because even the dear Shlila is already the lowest level here now. So really, you're talking here about um, traveling into a world where, using an example from ourselves, can you reveal the deepest part of your soul? It's, it's an expression, Liba Lepuma Legalia, that a person cannot reveal in words his, his innermost his innermost heart. With his mouth. Right, with his mouth. Puma, correct. Um, and yet, the question is, is there a way to express that place? Or, you could argue, there's some things that remain inexpressible. Who says everything has to be expressed? Maybe some things just fundamentally remain in a quantum-like state and, 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 never, and never come out. And when they do come out, they're, they're somewhat limited and not really the essence. Now, obviously, God wanted us to have a full relationship with Him, as we've discussed many times. So He wanted us to learn to express the inexpressible. When you say, for example, Anoichi, Hashem Al-Kachos, so what does the Gemara say? That Anoichi is an acronym. Ano, Nafshi, Kshavis, Yehavis. I have given my essence into these words. God wanted to give us, in, in words, an essence that's beyond words. So it's really a bridge of something beyond and something within existence. It goes back to the interface. <coughs> So the whole point of Kesser, you know, the, one of the Chidushim of the Arizal is that some Mukabalim said Kesser is Ensef. Others say Kesser is one of the spheres. And he said it's both. Kesser is an interface. The higher part of Kesser is part of Ensef. The lower part of Kesser is part of the spheres. And, and Alter Rebbe goes into length asking, what does it mean the lower part of Ensef? What is lower in Ensef? It doesn't make sense. But he explains that as well. And we also discussed this many or many chapters ago. But regardless, bottom line is Kesser is a place that is really not consciously accessible. So we're talking about a level, that's why it's, this is a hard level to discuss. Because even Shlila is, is almost impossible to fully understand. And then there's a place that's even beyond Shlila, even beyond negating. So essentially we're dealing here with the core interface of Kesser. Which is actually, as he's summing up, this is the beginning, the whole Hemsher began with Kesser. You know, Bishar Sheikh Dimu, that's with the Ksarim, the crowns that they, Nasa and Ishma, so that's why he's going back to Kesser. So what we have here with Kesser is that there's two levels of it. And Mashiach captures it. Will Mashiach reveal to us the essence? And then you could argue, if it's the essence, then it's not revealable. And then you say, oh, the, the, he's, so the paradox, revealing the unrevealable, basically. That's what the, the key here is. So there's a Pesach that says like this, that in the future, in the future, no longer will one person teach his friend. Because all will know me. From young to old. From small to big. So the Rebbe, the Rebbe Levik, the Rebbe's father, and the Rebbe elaborates. It's a contradiction here. You say, no longer will there be someone teaching his friend because everyone will know me, everyone. And then suddenly, 
If he didn't say the last two words, it's beautiful. Okay, today we need teachers and we need people to teach us. Then we'll all be connected to the essence. So why there's a cut in the gutle? The answer is because God's not going to destroy the distinction of existence. The thing is, a cut and a gadol, each in their way, is going to relate to the oishi, the essence. So there's a part that you don't need a teacher. But that means we all have a connection to the core, but there's a part where there will be someone that's greater than another. It's not a contradiction. Today, you only have class distinctions. You don't have that equality part. I mean, the etzim you have it, but not in any revealed way. So essentially, Hayyid is saying, a Mashiach, you're saying, he will reveal the unrevealable. But here's the key beauty here. If you jump from, let's say, let's, let's cut out, let's say there's no Arich. Let's say Kesar was only Atik. And you jump from Atik to Chachma, you're going to have a big problem. Someone's going to have to be compromised. Because Atik is not even Shlili. You can't get to it from the bottom up. Atik is a jump, Atik is Netak. It's removed. So how do you jump from a world of expression and ideas to a world that's completely removed? That's why you have Arich is like that in-between place. Arich you get to through Shlila. You say, okay, it's not my Chachma. So God has a greater Chachma. Well, let, me, let, me, let me meditate on that. What does it mean, a Chachma that's not like my Chachma? And when you acclimate yourself to that, you're ready then to receptive to the Atik. Suddenly, can, can, can you become aware of that? So of that. Beyond of the beyond. The beyond of beyond. But you can't get to beyond beyond if you don't get beyond. He doesn't. I, I use that pasuk. He doesn't say that here. I'm just here. What he says is, let's read his words here. So it's like this: There will be the level of atzmus. So in other words, you have both things. I didn't say it was a higher level. That you're saying, and I'd say it's the same level. Why is it a higher level? What are you saying? If it's the same level, is etzem, and the etzem will be each core person according to his level, cotton and gadol. So you have chayd and hotter. So you'll still need teachers then. You'll still need no, all of you. This is all because, because, yes, because you'll yeah. still there's, since there's still a gadol and a cotton now. There's still gadol and cotton right now. So, so for, for that, for, anyway, listen, I try to bring an example to explain things. My example is he's confusing matters. So, so, so strike the example. He didn't bring it anyway, so fine. If you want, if you want to learn, if you want to learn more, learn mitzvahs minei melech and derech mitzvah He discusses this. Mashiach will be the teacher, and he will be teaching dimensions. Remember, it's also ein sof, so the journey continues forever. So you need a teacher not to teach you to, from ignorance to knowledge, from knowledge to more knowledge. But there's never, at the same time, there's also an element of truth that everyone will get on their whatever level they are without a teacher. Because it does say, Layilamdu. It says, Layilamdu. Layilamdu. They will not they teach. Also learn, they also learn from each other. As Rabbi said, Tzedakah, the time of the Kula, is not going to be material to that. Okay. Because you won't need it. It will be people who will be... Okay, so bottom line is, what he said now is, Hadr Mashiach Yochel Gal is so here he's alluding to that Hodr has a certain mile actually, because Hoid, the etzim is etzim. To be able to reveal that is another dimension. And this is the Hoid Vahadr. That you will enclose yourself. That's the core energy. 
And also that's called levush, now he's saying. Not just hodr is levush. Before he said arich is a levush to hodr. Hodr is a levush to hodr. Now he says hodr is also. Because he says hodr levashta. The Pasuk says levashta both. You will dress up both in hodr and hodr. So now we're going to a level that's even beyond. Now we're going to a level that's beyond the beyond the beyond. Okay, you ready? Right. Because this too, even Hoid, is still the inf- is infinite energy. It's just infinite energy as he is in his, on his own. It's not the etzem. He said the oil was not the atzmi. Right. And every energy is a form of a garment compared to the core, the etzem, source, the essence. It's only a revelation of the core. It's only a revelation of the core that reveals the core, but it's not the etzem. It's not the core or essence itself. That's one thing. It's not the core. It's only a revelation. And what it reveals is only the existence of the of the etzem. You see what's going on here. So it's only what to do with mitzias and mahus, as I explained. Mitzias means you know of its existence, but you don't know what it's like. Like someone will say, a minute ago there was someone in this room, and they left the room. So you know they exist because you know they were here, but you, you haven't met them. Someone told you about them. Mahus is when you're sitting in front of them and you can relate to them directly. It doesn't, also doesn't necessarily mean you get all of them, but at least mitzias is like being told that it exists. So it tells us that there's an etzem. So you see what kind of, you know, you know how far we've gone here in the unconscious here? Chochma already is telling you that there's something beyond. Arich is shlila. Saying that, that when you say beyond, it means it's not what anything you think it is. Atik is not even the category that you could say that it's not what you're thinking it is. And even that is just telling you that there's an existence of a source that put the whole thing here. So we have here the Mahusa Atmos, you have Mitsiyasa Atmos, that air is Magala. You have Atik, Arich, and then Chachma. Wow, five levels right there. The oil is the Mitsiyasa Atmos. Oil is Mitsiyasa Atmos. Then you have the Mahusa Atmos. No, 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 no. It's Mitsiyasa Atmos, but it's not Atmos. It's Magala Mitsiyasa Atmos. Megala. So there's Mahus Atmos, Metzias Atmos, Gili Metzias Atmos, Arich is Shlila, and Chachma. Okay. Isn't Metzias come first before Mahus? Depends whether you go from the bottom up or the top down. From the highest level. No, Metzias is after Mahus. You say Metzias is a level where you don't even know it. Mahus, you say the person that's Metzias. You're not listening. I didn't say that. I said the opposite. Exact opposite. You said that somebody who came into the room, you know he exists. But you didn't know who about him. If he left no, that's him. not what I said. I, exactly what you said. Yeah. Exactly what you said. The mahus means right. that you don't that's know anything about him. That's what I think you said. It means someone tells you that it exists, but you don't know that it exists directly. You tell me what I said, I'm telling you what I just said. That's what I said. Maybe you don't remember what you said exactly. Oh, <laughs> 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 It's, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and you're fitting my
That's what you said the Messias was somebody in the room, but you didn't know anything about it. That's not what he said. That's not what I said. Sounds you also, we all don't remember. I'm saying, so that's what he hears, not hearing. It's called listening. You see what I'm saying? That you can't train this? Of course. You didn't know anything about it. No, that was the second one. Not it's not what I said, Eliezer. I'm telling you, it's not what I said. We'll review the tape, as I say. One second, here, other people also didn't hear. No one remembers what I said. Now what? That Matthias is deeper than Mahus? Not deeper. No. I didn't have a question deeper. I said Matthias is deeper. That you know there was somebody in the room and, 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 and you don't know the Mahus, they don't think about him. Exactly. That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said. Okay, we have a little communication problem. That's why it would seem, according to that way, the deepest level of God would be it's just the Messias of him because you don't know anything about What are you talking about? Mesus shows some kind of understanding about it. The Yesh, 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 the so it's a very external thing. You know nothing about him. Anyway, Mahus is the highest. That's what he is, really. There's Messias, the Gilui. Messias is, is just knowing that it exists. Who reveals that is Atik. Arech is Yudhiyas Ashlila. And then Chachman, the rest of the spheres, is Yudhiyas Achiyuv, basically. Who you know directly. At the end, he's saying he's talking about Moshiach should come. He's giving all the details. That, uh, and then he's concluding, and all of this is only Giluim. What we want, it should be the Atmos. But yeah, he's talking about very high levels. He said, and all of this is only Giluim. He's asking for the Atmos. So he's talking like this. So, so Gili, which is what Atik does, that even Hoid Vahadr, they're both Lavashta. They're both garments that Atmos dresses in. So even the core energy, even before it's revealed and expressed, is also a Lavush. I'll say something about this in a moment more, but let me just see the example. Because energy and revelation, remember here really Eir means gili, revelation. It's not gili, it's only revealing, but it's not the core itself, it's a revealing, revelation of the core. And also, that's my second point. Not only is it not the core, what it reveals is only that it exists, the core exists, but not anything about the core. Right. Rak. Well, commercial custom, now he's explaining what that means, what means the core, you only know that exists. The light and reflection of the sun. The guf moir hashemesh. That the actual body, the actual celestial body called the sun. Liyesi atzmi, being that it's a core. It's a source. It's not a reflection. How do you move the legami min air? It's completely separate from the energy. As much as the light is, 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 is transmitting the energy of the sun, the sun itself, the ball of the sun, the physical hot ball up, out, out there, is completely separate. You, the, the air, if someone looked at the air, you would not know what the sun is like. You know the sun gives off light. You know the sun is very powerful. You know the sun uh, is, gives off heat. But it's not the personality of the sun. It's not like you're having a little taste of the personality of the sun when you're standing outside and sunlight is striking you. You don't get anything about it. It's completely movable. Because it's an etzim, and that's air. Oh, 
And that's a son. That's already a physical entity. We're not talking about God. So what it is, the only know something he says, you only know Mitzias Hashemesh. You know, if the sunlight reached here, you know there must be a sun that's giving it. But you don't know the Mahus. It's like, it's like what I said, the person who left the room. You know it exists, but you don't know what, what it is in any possible way. The light, the sunlight, all it reveals does not reveal the personality of the core, only that it exists. And the same thing is in general the infinite light, being that it's only a gilui, it's only a, so it's only so it's in a state of a lavush, it's a garment. So if you want to say that it was what's the difference in garment and container, obviously it's a big difference because what he's speaking container is already expressed, as I said, some form of expression. In details, and here you're just talking about that it's a, a lower state. On the other hand, nevertheless, it's Gilehetzim. It's still, however, Gilehetzim. Remember, he's talking about all behiras here. That whatever, is, in other words, whatever is able to be revealed, it does reveal. That's a very interesting line. So whatever could be revealed, it reveals. That why that's why it's complete transparent. That's why it's real behirus. That's why it's brightness. Because whatever it can reveal, it reveals. See, by kalim, or even the highest level of kalim, they reveal, but they don't reveal everything that can be revealed about the soul. This is a level that reveals everything that could be revealed is revealed. Because light and energy is me'en hamoyer. See, here I wouldn't use energy anymore. Because energy is not a good example anymore. Even light is not a good example. Here you, I'd really use is revelation or expression. Because now we're talking about in its purest form, it's simply a state of of uh, of, of gilui. That eru me'en hamoyer mamish, because er is me'en hamoyer, is exactly similar. As much as it's only a reflection, and it's only, does not reveal the the, the muhus, but what is it? Remember, it's like it's not Ein Bechal El Masha Bechal, Ein Bechal El Masha Bechal. You could say the light doesn't tell us much about the sun, but the light has nothing else but the sun. So it's like, In other words, the light has, is not, it has no entity of its own. That's the other side of the thing. So light really, in this case, you could say, revela- actually revelation is the real correct word. It's hard to explain it because... When, when let's say you, this room is a dark room, and then you turn on the light, two things are happening really. One is there's an actual light. You can even study the light. You can say, okay, it's coming out of the light bulbs. It's this and this strong. If I make a stronger light, it'll be even more bright. I'll dim the light; it'll be less bright. But there's another thing about lightness which is critical. The light is a revealer. I'm not talking about now what kind of light, how strong. How, it's a reveal. There's the revelation that it creates. That now a dark room has suddenly become clear. There was a table and a chair. This is the purest form of light when you talk about the highest levels. All it is is letting us know something. It's like um, it's revealing the atom, the source. It's like you're driving on a road and you have headlights. The lights, all they do is they're not changing the road. They're not shifting anything. All they're doing is illuminating the, the twists and turns of an existing entity. 
So this is air in its purest form. So all of this, so really, you could, what you could, we should really call, we should call it either expression or revelation or gili is the right word. Gili means in that sense. So, so, but so on one hand, what is it? What, on one hand, what is it? It's not the essence. It's not the core. It has nothing of its own. On the other hand, all it is is revealing something that's there already. In this case, atmos, that's him. And it will also be a revealing later. It's going to reveal the power of the kalim. That's why Torah Air reveals everything. Even the power of Tshuva that's higher than Torah Air is also revealed. Because it's a revealer. A revealer means you may have more potential than someone else, but, what, but then someone reveals it in you. The revealer doesn't have to be more powerful than you. All it has to do is be able to reveal you. So now we get into, now we get into the concept of what's the antithesis of revelation? Concealment. When you don't see it. When you're not aware of it. And here's the key. You're talking about awareness of something that is really beyond awareness. Because you could argue, as I said, unconscious is meant to be unconscious. But that's not what Hashem wants. He wants a revelation of a core essence. Because you could argue, one second, if the air at the end of the day is only telling me that it exists, but it doesn't tell me what it's like, why is it not telling me what it's like? Because what it's like is impossible to express. So what do we really achieve here? Ah... So not here, but in other Maimorim, or maybe he will get it, because Eir is so bottled to the Moir, it can also reveal the Muhus of Atzmus too. But he's not there yet. We're going to get to that place when we get to that place. No, no, but it'll get there, because Eir can be split, because he's saying here it reveals everything that could be revealed. But remember... Yeah, everything. Well, what, 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 yeah, but remember that once God also created a yesh and kalim and a yesh, and then comes er, er then can reveal an atzmus that can create such a yesh that er itself can never reveal on its own. Er only reveals the mitzvahs, and the er that can reveal through the yesh the muhus of atzmus. That's yesh amiti and mitzvusim atzmuse. I'm just mentioning it for the record, but er itself doesn't have that ability to do it because er is so bottled. It will. It can convey to us. Now, if God didn't create an existence, obviously it wouldn't convey it. Like you know, let's put it this way: if the sun was able to, let's say, create something, then the light, even though light only tells you about the mitzvahs, existence of the sun, but the fact that let's say the light carried power and suddenly something was created, you have to say, ah, now I understand something about the sun. So the light reveals it, but even though uh, it's revealing it through another experience, so to speak. I'm just mentioning it for the record because that is going to be part of the discussion, not right here, but in other places. So it's the yesh and the air, but air is always a revealer. Whatever it reveals, it reveals. Did I hear you correctly in saying that the, the, the ultimate answer is going to, or one of the answers is going to be that well, here we have the problem that the aura is revealing, is revealing as is a revealer, but it doesn't play anything about the personality of the essence in it that it reveals. So you said that in order to accomplish that, it has to combine with the yesh, with the kalim, and that will ultimately reveal the essence? Yes. I was just worded that differently. The, the, the content you said is right, but not that it has to, is because God created the yesh, so that brings out a part of Atmos that only Atmos can create such a yesh. The fact that God created a yesh and dir b'tachteim that teaches us that God has elements that uh, that reflect God's personality that are beyond what Eir on its own could reveal. God's elements. Huh? Hashem put in the yesh 
That's one way to put it. Or the mere fact that he can create a yesh like that tells you that he's some a certain type. It tells you something about him. Like he says in the Gersh Akkadish, Alter Rebbe wrote right before his Istalkos, he wrote that to create something that has no sense, that it has a source, comes from an Atmos that has no source. Eir itself does not necessarily tell you that. Eir can tell you, I can tell you that there's a sun, there's an Atmos, but I can't tell you about anything more about him. As a matter of fact, some places it says that Eir can tell you that there's a source, and, and but you don't know whether that source has another source or not, maybe not, how do you know? Yesh tells it because a yesh is such an existence that there has to be such a it has no source. It has no source. That says that in the Gersh occasion time. That's why it's the Yeah, but anyway, I just wanted to say it for the record. Right now, what he's talking about is the other half of things. So we have here now both sides. Okay. Let me stop here a second and just explain one thing here. I don't know if, you, if this bothers you or you recall, but um, earlier on, to be specifically where earlier on it was, it was, uh, what chapter was it? Yeah, it was in the story part. So remember, he spoke about Eita Erkesalma, that God wraps himself in light like a lavush, like a salma, like a garment. Yeah, here we are. Chapter uh, 94. Wow. A little while back, 30 chapters ago. So he said then, when he was speaking the first interpretation of spheres, actually the second interpretation, sorry, I think it was the second. Yeah, second interpretation of story, 30 chapters ago, a long time. So he's talking about story, so he said, air on its own is a uh, expires, it rises, and needs a uh, wick or a keli to hold it down. And that's when he was saying how the kalim are reveal, they tell the story of the light. Because without the kali, you won't have the story of the light. The light will disappear. A runaway light. You know? So you need the kali to ground it. That's what he said there. And he brought a proof from a medrash that said, the medrash asked, where, what created, from where was light created? So he says, cause God, so the answer is, Nasatif, God wrapped himself in a shirt, in a shirt, vihivuk, and basically hivik, he, he, uh, what's hivik? Radiated, even more than radiated. Havhoka, like, uh, hmm? Havhoka. Yeah, no, hivik, yeah. Hivik, it was it. And he asked the question, what, what kind of questions would mean where light was created? Where was everything created? It was created by God. God created everything. Why light is a bigger question? The answer is, because light is the only entity that doesn't, have, without a grounding force, cannot we can't relate to. So the question is not who created light. Who made it a nivra that it should be grounded? And that's what you need is the garment that he, God put on. But Chassidus and also Ayim Beis brings two interpretations. So when you say that God wrapped himself in a shirt, Eta Er Kesama, he wrapped himself in a shirt, Eta Er Kesama, 
Does it mean that he wrapped himself in a levush and through that he revealed light? That's what he said in interpretation number two. He wrapped himself in a keli, in a garment, and the garment allowed the light to be grounded. That's like the wick or the container. But here, if you go back a few chapters back, he says there's another medrash that says, Eita er bisalma. I'm sorry, that one is bisalma. This one is kisalma. When it's bisalma, means then that he that bisalma he, he grounded the light. light with something else. But if eita er kisalma, that means the air itself is a garment. That's what he's speaking on the higher interpretation. That air itself is a garment for the etzem. So it's a high, So the, the first interpretation is a lower level of air. That's revealed through the containers. And now we're talking about air that is itself is the shirt. Because compared to the etzem, so in other words, so in other words, let's put it this way. Let's talk on a human level. When you communicate with someone you love, a child, a spouse, so you know you communicate, I'm specifically using someone you care about, not someone in the street, a petty conversation or a superficial conversation. Something where you're revealing your deeper feelings or your deeper aspirations or whatever it may be. Something that, you know, less, your defenses are down. You're less inhibited. Because we got to get rid of, inhibition is on that lowest level where I talk about, you know, where the, the, the is. We're talking in a world where there's no inhibitions. Or the Machava, before the Chet, were naked. And they were not ashamed. Why? Because their nakedness, they not need, they not need Levushim. Levushim are concealers. They were in a revealed state. And it was not a problem. Well, there was nothing in the world that was contaminating. So sexuality too was just another way God created us this way. So it's a pure state. Um, so when you speak into someone like that, so you speak, obviously you speak more air comes into it. But you still need garments. Because you still need a garment or a container because you need to explain it to someone. You know, If you don't use words, they won't know what you're talking about. But that's really more... Uh, expression of ideas or feelings that are in the world of expression. In the world of expression, you need to have a air and you need to kill him with their examples or words to express it. But what happens if you're in a mode, like he gives examples like in the day of your simcha, you're marrying off your child. You're talking about a Yom Kippur experience, a once-in-a-lifetime experience, where now your etzim is shining. It's not just out of care you're going to teach someone a deep thing or you want to... Now you're not talking about uh, kalim as in words. You're not trying to explain something. You're not trying to teach something. You're not even trying to express something. You're not even trying to communicate an idea or a feeling. Here is just your etzem. But an etzem is inexpressible. So here too there's a levush. God blessed us with a levush. It's called er. Which means it may not manifest in a logical way, but when you get up, like you said, by a simcha, and you just dance, and all your, you tell stories, or you just, all your faculties are suddenly expressing themselves, Precisely because it's not with seichel, that is, that's also a gili. So you're showing yourself and your full colors, like a person just gets up and dances, or a person just gets up and sings. It's not a matter of trying to explain something or convey something. It's just the etzem is being this gala. So you have to, so you have a gili of eris and kalim where the eris ideas are being expressed in words or expressions, and then you have a gili etzem er as being just a revealing you. The me is being revealed, which is a great blessing. Because if there was no garment, 
you could say a part of you, like I said before, could remain forever locked. No one would ever know that that exists. Or you would never be able to, it would basically be an ultimate dichotomy between the world of essence and the world of expression. Here, essence can be expressed. Now, that of course tells you also something about the essence, that the essence is beyond non-expression too. He's not expressed, and therefore beyond non-expression, beyond expression, therefore he could be expressed. No, you can't say Atmos is limited in non-expression, in silence. So Hoi tells you, what you say, that, that, that silence. And here you say that, 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 that you don't have to remain in a silent state, it could be revealed. That's what he's saying here. So Hodar reveals something right. Okay, so now he says like this. Should we continue? Might as well. I'll finish the chapter already. Yeah, let's go. Why not? And what else? No one has to go eat a meal, right? The Davin. I was saying soon that it is a fault Vizel the Gabe Atmos. and this is what compared to Atmos, Shagama Hedubchinus Lavush. Even Hayd is a state of Lavush of a garment. But in the levels of the divine infinite energy itself, has a Bchinus Er Atmi. It's a core energy. Omnum Bchinus Ahodar Bchinus Chitzenis Akashus Zabchinus Spashazid has a Bchinus Lavush Lavat. However, the next level, Hodar, which is the outer dimension, Arich, of Kesser, which is the outer dimension of Kesser, that's only, that, which is only an expression, an extension of the Hoid, of the inner majesty, this is only a garment. So the Hoid, compared to Atmos, is a garment, but on its own, it's a core energy. Hodar, on the other hand, even on its own, is only a garment of Hoid. However, also this level is actually revealing the core itself. and does not have any concealment. Because this transmission does not come through any concealment or block or or hefsik. Uh, what do we say? Hefsik is um, huh? interruption. Interruption. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kim levab because it's a. Only it is, it's all, all it is is a rev- revelation of the core. That's, that's the difference between Kalim and Lavush. Yeah. No symptom. This Lavush, the higher Lavushim, yeah. Therefore, it does not have any concealment. And Vinikra Lavush Air, you could say it's called the garment of light. Like, you know, Salma is air. The shirt is energy. Mamish reveals the light. So it's not like an outside garment or something like so that. doesn't always conceal. No, this, yeah, this level, right. Now he's concluding. And therefore the primary place of Sphiris and Behiris, where the Sphiris are brightness, is in this infinite divine light that's higher than Atzilus. Which means an energy which is infinite and no end. 
which is literally a revelation of the core. Okay, so one second. So basically, Hayd is the core injury that reveals the existence of Atmus, and it's not the Etzem. And Hodad reveals the existence of the core energy. So what Hayd does to Atmus, Hodad does to Hayd, basically, is what he's saying. Okay. But what's the difference the between, between this oil, what he explained now, and oil well, he said before, he said at length. Um, that we could, this oil we could relate to? He said like the Malach. He is by himself. Now, is already Eir Gvul, which is connected to a structure. It's when you're learning Teira and you understand something, or you're expressing Chesed. That's what we're talking That's Eir Natsilis. And Natsilis Eir is revealing the, the structure of existence. It's the structure. Chesed. Here we're not talking, you don't see the words Chesed, Chochmeh. You don't hear any detail. This is Kabbalah Sel Machel Shemayim in the broadest sense. question is whether it's revealed or not revealed. When you're Kabbalah El Machel not El Mitzvah, Shema. Kabbalah Malchusay. So there's Malchus before Kabbalah. There's God is Be'etzim HaMelech. That's Chayid. Hodr is Reva Amadris Melech when the Am appreciates it. Eris Natsilis is already dealing now when they go back to their lives. They, they, they follow the, the, the directions of the Melech. The Eris Natsilis, they also have Levush, the Dalgi of Levush. Yeah, but they're the Levush. Um, they're, we spoke earlier, they're the Levush is already, as they go to lower levels, their Levush are real concealers. There's like Levushim. See, that's why I said the two Pirushim. That when we put on garments, that's a concealer. Protecting you from the weather. These garments that we wear are concealers. The vush he's talking about is like a lavush. It's basically like this: etzem, lavush that is just an expression of the etzem, eris kalim, and then lavushim lower than that are just concealers. So there's lavush revealers, lavush concealers, basically, and the both ends of the spectrum. It's really what's going on. Yeah. Well, no, not the lavushim lighter. The low, the the, the, the that's kalim. When it's with a kisalma, uh, bisalma rather, yeah. Uh, it bisalma. Yeah, that's kalim. Yeah. In the Ma'ila is kalim. We learned about it. It's kalim of kesser and atik and arach. But now we're not talking about kalim. We're talking now eris. There are That's a chikika. The engraved letters of the luchas is the Ma'ila That's in. Uh, yeah. So the is in the oil. Yeah, well, the Levush is the Eir, actually. So here we go. So the Bush is You see, the key thing to remember is this. Let me just say it in different words, and this may be helpful. God created a world. And He wants us to make a deal with He wants this world to be aligned with His plan. Okay? That we all understand. But there's two things that work right here. There's the world that He wants... And, he, and there's the plan that he has. So imagine you are, you envision 
uh, a beautiful structure you want. And you hire people and say, listen, I'll give you all the resources. Build for me a beautiful palace. There's two things going on here. There's you want them to build it. You want them to use the resources. You want them to find material. And then you want them to make sure it's aligned with what my plan is. I don't want them to do what they want to do. I want them to do. But you have here, right here, possible conflict. So, Uyr carries and continues to carry as the controller of the project. Why do you have to have a controller? Because he has to make sure that they don't go off on, on a wild goose chase, so they don't start doing something that wasn't aligned. So the controller is Eir. Eir is essentially keeps on, is, is the, let's call the, the quality control. It's the reality check, that, that we're making sure we're aligned with Gilead Etzim. So Eir's role has only one thing. I'm just telling you what the Etzim wants. But that's, only one half of it. There's a whole other part. There's work to be done. And here you need experts. You need doctors and lawyers and professors and scholars and teachers and everything. You know, you need people to, who know their stuff, skills. Because you can't just have a guy who says, I'm bottled to the Edson. Now what? But the Edson wants you just to do things. So you really have Edison and Kalim in the Kalim are working on implementing. Aid. Even in the Kalim, but definitely Eir HaBlikvul in its purest form is essentially keeping you aware of what the source wants all the time. And you constantly need these two messages. You should be doing what your shlichus is, but you need to have direction to keep it aligned with the goal, with the bigger picture. So Eir's role is, is simply just Gilead that's all it is. Eir in its purest form. Then Eir manifests diminished in Kalim, because that's also informed the Kalim. That's where you have, for example, you have the actual mitzvah, you have kavonis a mitzvah, you have kavona klolis of the mitzvah. So the mitzvah is, let's say, put on film. The mitzvah is, uh, bring a korban. The mitzvah is, give tzedakah. Okay. So it's chanukah. But then there's which is like more the makiv that says, it's all about Otsun Hashem, remember that. And then there's even deeper, the, the overall makiv that just keeps everything honest. See what I'm saying? So you constantly need, because you're working in a world of details and structure, you need something to do this, to build in the structure. You can't just, Kabbalah cell alone is not going to get you anywhere. Kabbalah cell is the foundation, Nasa and then Nishma. I'm just translating this into more practical terms. So Eid HaBli, so Eid, Kolin Yoni, Gilimina Etzim Amish. That's what he says. Gilimina Etzim Amish. The Koma Shayachaliz B'chinis is Gals, Etzim HaZibabi Gilim Amish. He repeats this again. It's an interesting line. That everything that's possible to be revealed is revealed. I understand what the question is. The things that you could have, for example, containers don't reveal everything that's possible to be revealed. They conceal part. Letters, words. What do you mean? Say, Kalim reveal only part. They don't reveal all of you. Let's say your faculties. They reveal a part of the soul. They don't reveal all of it. This one reveals everything that could be revealed. Meaning there's nothing holding it up. There's no blocks. Everything's up. No, no, I didn't say that. No, I meant... I'm saying... Well, there's a... You said the yeah, you should go and I wouldn't go there because that's a different question. Says everything that could be revealed, he reveals. Containers don't reveal everything that could be revealed. Oh, that's me. That's the highest level. Of Behir is. The 
This is the the, the, the brilliant light and revelation of Atik Shemerim is Galide Bikinis Arachampin. That radiates and is revealed through the level of Arachampin. No, no, no. We're higher than we're higher than Chikika. Chikika is Kalim. This is air. Well, if he's a Yeshlema, now he's concluding. According to this, we can say Peter's Dalad that there's a fourth interpretation in Spheres. B'shem Sphere in the name of Sphere. Loshen Sefer from the word book, a Sefer, a volume, a book. Kamei Zes Sefer tells us, like we said, Zes Sefer. This is the book of the stories. This is the book of the of the children, of the offspring. Sefer Habris, the book of the covenant. In the second mission, second chapter of Megillah, it says, that until the point where you write the Torah, which is, you know, is the way, the original writing the way we write in the Sefer Torah, the letters. Mavod, the Peter Sefer, Haino Klaf. So we see from that, the Sefer is from the word, is like is a Haino Klaf, like a, a parchment. For Inyan. No, that's the Ksuba Shuris, Allah Sefer, meaning, that has to be written like a Shuris. There's Ksav, uh, a Shuris, there's Ksav, what's the other Ksav? I forgot already. For Indian and the Indian is the Indian. Razal call Eishaing vil mukifla medal ruchiseha, because Razal say, and this was brought earlier, that every letter that does not have, that is not surrounded by cloth. In other words, if letters are attached, and a letter has to be completely surrounded by blank parchment, every letter has to have its own. So it says call Eishaing vil mukifla medal ruchiseha psula. Every letter. That it's gvil, that it's basically that the gvil, the cloth, the the parchment does not surround it, mukuflah, from all four directions. In other words, if it's connected to any letter, above, below, right or left, psula, it's invalid. So we see from this that the letters are not what's prominent, what's prominent is the parchment. Because ink just darkens the 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 parchment. The primary letter is what's made out of the cloth, out of the parchment. In other words, the key is that you can't just write letters. The letters have to be made within the parchment, and the parchment is a critical role that plays a role that that separates. In other words, like the white space is as important as the dark space. Even more important. It's only through the ink that you reveal the letter from the, 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 from the, from the parchment. In other words, what he's saying is like this. Interesting. It's not just you taking a, a piece of paper and you, to, and you have no choice. You need to, how are you going to put words? I, how, how could I write something to you if I don't put it on paper? He's saying here's the other way around. The cloth has within it everything it needs. The ink you write is just revealing from the parchment letters. So really it's a parchment that is revealing letters to us. And that's why that din is. Because why is it so important? Who cares? If I get the message across to you, what do you care if the Aleph is connected to an Nun? If you can read it, what difference does it make? Because it has to be letters of the parchment. It's not just letters like that. That's what he says. 
why is it at the Icker? I can understand it's got a partnership to do with the, the, the OCOs, the, the club, the diet, the yab, the old, um, but why he does it say, I hear what you're saying. I'm, I, I'm not positive, but it looks from the language it takes Suvashu's Allah Sefer. Because it looks like from the mitzvah, from the Gemara and Begila, it looks like that it should be written those letters Allah Sefer. In other words, the key part of the mitzvah is not writing letters, but writing them on something of a parchment. So it looks like that the 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 the, the the so-called committing it to the parchment is a big, is a biggest part is a bigger part of the mitzvah than just committing the letters. Maybe that that also explains another thing. Why can't you just write it on any piece of paper? What's wrong? You don't have a sefer Torah, so you don't have a cloth. Big thing. It's the message. So you come to the Torah, you don't have a sefer Torah. Read it from a book. So clearly, the cloth looks like. You know, I know from other places I can tell you what it says. Because it says when God wanted to give the Torah, he says he took dark fire and put it on top of white fire. So the main thing is the white fire. The dark was just to shape it. But the main thing, because you want Torah to be manifest in this world. I don't, he doesn't say this here, but other places, the cloth represents Elam Haza. Does that say it later? Okay, fine. In other words, the cloth, the parchment is, is... It would be like saying you'll convey to your children the ideas, but you're never going to give it to them in tangible terms. The cloth is a manifestation of the letters in real, the real world. So the, the, you need the letters because that's the message, but but the, but the primary thing is not the message, but the message being engraved or in this case committed to the the, the parchment. That's what it looks like you're saying here. One second. He said without the cloth you would not have letters. Without the, the, the parchment, Nesei, carrying it, Vesevle, and tolerating it almost. Carrying it and Sevel, and it's more than tolerating. Sevel here is carrying it and bearing it. Yeah. There would, nothing, there would be no image at all. In other words, think of it this way. If you just had a pen and ink, you wouldn't have anything. So what's more important? The pen and ink or... You know, I think I think I got it. Remember, we keep using the example of the artist. In the artist's mind, he can have the whole image there. But that's lifting at symptom. If you want a reality, the whole point of writing a Sefer Torah is not in God's mind, the Sefer Torah. We know God knows what he wants. It's also not in Moshe Rabbeinu's mind. The whole point is to make it a reality of this world, like he says in Tanya. That the Torah is Yardah, goes down all these levels to come to... That the when the Malachim said, "Leave the Torah with us," God says, "No, not in heaven. Torah is not in heaven. I want down on earth." So, bottom line is the key thing is that it should manifest, not that it's in God's mind. So, the main thing is the cloth. So, ink alone, even with an idea, is not enough. The cloth is the key place; it's the backdrop, or the we call the canvas. The backdrop is not the key. That is the key. It is not by an artist, maybe, but by God, it is the key because that's what He wants. Torah in heaven exists. What's the Chiddush of Torah on this earth? Not the letters. The letters exist already in heaven. The Chiddush is that it's coming down in an expressed way. 
He gave him, you know, for example, he gave him tablets. He didn't just give him ideas. He's clearly saying that that's a nikr. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to explain it, but but that's what it looks like here. Not, not because it's down here, but because the actual source is but that's why, because God wants a real. Let's see, he didn't say the nimshal yet. Let's see, he didn't say the moral yet. Let's see what he's going to go. That's why every letter that's not surrounded by, by parchment is, is invalid. And if that's the case, the ink, all it does is darkening the, the, the parchment. It's darkening it in order for the for the for the parchment to reveal the letter. And the primary source of the letter is from the is from the parchment. I have two things to say that I think may help. Okay, I think I just realized something. Let's start with with Michelangelo. When he was asked how does he sculpt these beautiful um, angels, so he says, "I saw the angel trapped in the marble, and I carved and carved and set her free." In other words, it's not he put an angel in the marble. The, mar- the angel was there. And he carved away to reveal it. If you ask some people in graphic design, they'll say what's most important in letters on a page is not the letters, but the white space around it. I'll give you an example. If you don't know what you're doing, take letters and put them on a page. You'll see someone will read it. They won't be able to really read it. Because there's more white space on this page than letters. So, you, what, what are you doing? Are you making letters on a white space? Or are you taking a white space and just moving away enough so you should be able to see and I, uh, uh, letters? So we think, in our mind, we think we're creating letters because you're taking ink. What you're really doing is you're, you're allowing the cloth to not just be a, a cloth on its own, a parchment would be blank. You're bringing out the letters from the cloth. You're bringing the angel out of the marble. That's what I think is, that's the key thing. In Torah, it works that way. Listen, obviously, physically, you could say it's not the case. We go and have, but I think that is a very important point. In other words, the material world is simply raw matter waiting for us to reveal the power that it has in it. Matter is really energy. So the cloth is really the letters, except you need the ink to like tell us where the parameters are to, to express that energy. That's what he's saying here. Interesting. That's why it's so critical every letter is surrounded by cloth. Why would it be so important if not? Because it's it's the, the, the parchment here is a key thing. The truth is, I think, have to, I'm, I'm not a safer, but I think in Hilcha Safros, just from thinking a second, when they're the cloth itself is holy once you put letters to it. It's not just the letters. In other words, if somebody, for example, erases, God forbid, the letters... The cloth remains a holy cloth. It's not just because the letters are there. Once the letters are committed to there, you're talking here with uh, the thing forever is... Uh... Anyway, I'm just, I just shared the Michelangelo. I thought it fits. Let's see where he's going with this, obviously. Yeah. I want to use him as an example. I mean, but it's a Malch Michal, Michelangelo. The angel Michael. Here we go. This is really going to take you for a loop. If that's the case, we have to say that there are letters in the parchment. You have to say there are letters. What gamma also what the, the ink does not darken. 
Umisgala. Umashkunu Megala. Umisgala rak mitzadatsme. So we would just I think I think you could say that the DA does not darken and reveal. And it gets revealed on its own. Okay, either way the Havon is the same. That there are letters that are in the parchment that are not related to the ink and they are revealed on their own. How's that? Like on the side of the on the side of the parchment where there's no ink at all. Maybe the doesn't change the pshat. It's still the same thing. No, megala means that it, that it dark, by darkening it reveals, and then there's something that's revealed not through the ink on its own. Megala, is vet megala. I'm not sure. Honestly, I have to look up the sources, but it appears to say that clearly that there is, you know, I'm not sure what he means. Does he mean between the lines? Does he mean, you know, ideas? Does he mean that there's some like letters beyond? Like when we say, for example, uh, it says it says there's 600,000 letters in the Sefer Torah. Right. So the Alter Rebbe says there's not the 305805. She says it's Eishi there's letters of thought. What we see are the letters, the revealed letters are 304,000. But letters of thought are higher. I thought the answer is that according to the Nekudos or something, uh, Neshamah's mm-hmm. Kolos. Yeah. No, not Neshamah's, letters in the Torah. No, 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 that never was. about 600,000 letters. Is what? It says, it's called Yezhi Shin Wesh. No, that's letters, I'm talking about letters in the Torah. There's only 304,805. So the Alter Rebbe asked the question, and his answer is, the the six hundred thousand it says. So they say the other the thousands the three hundred thousand others are my That's what the Alter Rebbe asks. The whole thing is the sum of its parts. Huh? In other words, what it's saying is that there's probably letters that are not visible. I'm not sure. That, I I I want to look it up. Yeah, yeah. The im came. Okay. So, I just mentioned it. I don't know what he means here. But the, you know, we, we, what reality? You see letters that, that are not... Letters without the It's not what he said here. He said now you have to say that there are letters that are not connected to the ink. That's the question. So let's see the nimshal. I'm not sure. I have to look it up. The moral of this is... The, the white gar, the white parchment that is the infinite light, that's completely shapeless, completely blank, and simple. There's no letters on it. and the letters Those are the ten spheres. They are energies and containers. the containers that reveal the energy. Yeah, but but, I'm sorry, but 
And what reveals the energy is the containers, meaning like the ink. The parchment is is That's plain. The letters are ten spheres with energies and containers. What reveals the energy are the containers. So what reveals the energy, meaning the letters, are the containers, that's the ink. But where is really the letters, the energy, the energy of the letters really rooted in? In the in the cloth, in the white space. In other words, it begins with white space, which is the, the, the plain, seamless, shapeless um, parchment. Kalim, color, the eris, so you have ink, but that's just revealing it. But where is it coming from? Where is it rooted? It is in the cloth. This is an example. White parchment that carries and contains. What do we say? Carries and... What do we say? Seville, um, and beers. Letters. Same things. energy that's from the infinite divine light. I think we can say that this is air pnimi. It's air pnimi because it's aseus. Okay. 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 Okay, fine. I'm sorry, I didn't read it right. So this is the example of the cloth, the white cloth that carries and and bears the letters. The same thing is the So really, air really comes from the infinite light. But however, he says it, but now we're not speaking about, in this case, with the cloth, the parchment we're speaking about Eir HaGvul, because it's letters. Because this is how God envisioned and allocated and estimated to radiate the Midav HaGvul. What is this, the Aseus? is the Aseus, the Eirein Sofir. The cloth, in other words, the white parchment is not engraved letters, remember. It's white parchment, it's a white plain parchment. That is when God envisioned that He wants to have one piece of art that's going to be consistent of ten spheres. He envisioned it in a in, in His infinite divine light, which means on the plain white parchment was envisioned ten spheres. And then came the kalim, then came the containers, the ink that brought it into reality. But it's all re- 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 it's all sourced in the infinite light. That's what he's saying. Yeah. But this, in other words, it's one level below the gilim and etzamam. Okay, this level is not the revelation of the core itself. Because this energy is in order to radiate, and it comes through a concealment. And for sure, the containers, so through the containers, the, the energy, the light is not revealed the way it is. So what did he speak before? Not I'm going to explain in a minute. I'm going to explain. 
Amram kama ken yesh gilim b'chinas eden sof haposhut shalei alidei hakelim. However, there's also revelations from the infinite divine light, the simple divine light that does not come through containers. The b'chinasu b'chinas sefer. This is the level of sefer, the book. Hayin b'chinas sviris or b'hiras mamish. This is Svidus Abiris Mamish, Shubchins Gilimena Etza Mamish, which comes literally from the core of the source. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Let me finish and I'll explain it. This is what Razal said. The Tater was given dark light, dark, black flame on top of a white flame, white fire, black fire over white fire. The Kolosin Yeshubchins Eir. Because general fire, that's a level of light, of energy. Commission is Barlel Pedic Tzadikalov. Like we learned before, chapter 91. The black light, uh, flame, black light, what did I say, black light? Black, black, black flame. That's the ten, black fire. That's the ten spheres of Atzilus Shagilu, Halidea Kalim. With the revelations through the containers, we could also say You could also say that the light is called a black flame, fire, because it comes through the concealment. which is also similar to a container. Commission is like we learned before, 90, chapter ninety-four. So, in other words, why is it called black? That's fire, because the fire is going through a veil. A dark veil, containers. Okay, finished. One second. So we got that. I'm going to explain in a moment. And this is the meaning of Svida from the word telling a story and the narrative. Like he said there, that the containers reveal the energy. But the white fire, the white fire, the white, is, is the energy and the revelation of Atmos and Sof HaPoshet B'Tachlis. That's completely white. There's no black there. There's no ink. Completely pure. B'Tachlis. V'huyin Sfira Moloshin Sapir V'Sefer. And that's already Sfira from the word Sapir, brightness, and Sefer, a book. B'Derech Prat. And more specifically, B'Tayra, in Tayra itself, Yashleimah, we could say, Shazabchin Chetzene, so Primisha B'Tayra. The outer dimension and the inner dimension of Torah. Or the level of the secrets of the secrets. We could also say this is mitzvah, positive mitzvah, and negative mitzvah. Okay, let me explain this. This needs some explanation. Very heavy duty here. Very heavy duty. We still don't understand in the, in the, in the model. The is yeah. In the Nimshal, I understand it perfectly. In the Nimshal, it's very clear. Here's how it works. So here's how it works. The Atmos. So the Etzem, Mohusa Etzem, we're not talking about. We have Eir, Eir Habligvu, that's higher than spheres, is basically just revealing the, the source. So it's a revealer. As it's a revealer, it's the purest form of behirus. Because everything lower is already has some shape and form and has some concealment. Not just the garments. Letters, containers, they reveal. And they may be even transparent. But at the end of the day, there is something there that's more than just revealing the source. There's an identity. There's a piece of glass. There's a, a muscle. There's letters. There's words. In those words itself, we went all the way up to Kes- Kalim of Kesar. 
That's Kalim of Atsilus. Then there's Kalim of containers of Keser, and there it's already engraved. So now engraved is already of the same substance of the Ur, but it's letters, it's still letters, it's still a form of expression. Then he moved to even more brightness, is the Ur itself. And there he spoke about two levels, Hoid and Hodr, Atik and Arach. The Ur of Hoid is also Lavush compared to the source. Because it's a revelation, it's not the source. And, and a revelation doesn't reveal the personality of the source, only that it exists. And then there's Hodr, Arich. Arich expresses to the next level, to the lower levels, will express that dimension. So that's two levels of air. Well, both of them are Yeah. Yes. As opposed to the lower levels, which are already not Gilead Okay. Because there's no symptoms. Okay. So here the garment is basically, well, God, basically the Etzim manifested in a garment. He's dressed in a garment, but the garment is a complete revealer. Whatever it can reveal. And then he said, okay, according to this, you could say now we have a, new inter- a fourth interpretation in Spheres. Not just that it's brightness, not just what we said, number, story, brightness, not just that it's brightness, but it's a safer. What's safer? So he explains safer is the cloth. This is now we're talking about is the white space. And he says in the nimshal, let's talk the nimshal here, the moral. The white space is Erein Sof. However, there's two levels in Erein Sof. There's Erein Sof as it began before there was even envisioning of ten spheres and letters. And then there's the Aryan self as it becomes a cloth, a garment, where it is now beginning to have the ability to, to, to that where you will create letters. So the kalim, the ink, actually shapes the letters. But the root of the energy is in the in the air. However, he makes it clear there's two levels of air. There's the air as it's the air the beginning of Er Hagvul, which is the letters themselves, and then there's the Er that's even higher than that. Without, without any contail. Okay. Right. Okay, yes. So basically, it really comes down to is that the the, the, the the part that's a little complicated where the end he says here, essentially, there's like two levels in the in the cloth itself in the gar, in the garment in the in the parchment itself. One is the parchment that is contain that sable that's nasa that carries and and uh, bears letters. That's once he's already envisioned. The, the structure of existence, and then there's the real Erhablikvul. Okay, so it's a third level. He's definitely seeing a third level here. So in other words, there's, there's Kalim of, the containers of Kesser are like engraved letters. They reveal the energy in a pure form. They're seamless, but there's still some letters there. Then there's the energy in which they are in, which is the cloth, which is like the, the white parchment. But it's still an energy that's the, 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 still defined energy. 
It's imminent energy. It's Er HaGvul. And then there's the Er HaBligvul, which is beyond containers altogether, the real white light. So the white fire. And that's where the true, that's the true nature of, of brightness. Okay. What? So Hod Vahadar would be the, the, the last two levels, these two levels. Hod is, is the white light of the Bligvul, the white fire, the Bligvul, rather. And Hodar is how the, it's already parchment that in it will be made letters. I guess the question is, how does the receiving the heaven be heroes? We're trying to go beyond that now. No, we're not going higher than Hoyt. Nothing. No. So why do we need Sefer? What is Sefer? Sefer, I think, adds that Sapir, Hodar, would have maybe the ultimate of brightness, and Sefer, the ultimate of a Sefer is, in, well, I think Sefer and Sapir, he uses together, is basically Atik and Arich. But maybe breaking it down, Atik would be Sefer, and Arich would be Sapir. Or maybe the other way around, to be honest. I think the Sefer seems like it's higher. I have to study it a little more, but clearly he's bringing now it to a conclusion. And remember, there's another chapter he's going to still speak about it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. What? I'm going to do the Kitsur, yeah. I need listen, I'm going to sum it up again. I have to study it myself. I have to get more into detail. He brings in the no, but if you know the whole, but if you know the whole flow here, he keeps going back to the Eponimi. It's, it's a recurrent theme. It's not a derechagav. It's a very. Yeah, but 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 but, but, but it's oh, twenty thirty chapters. He keeps saying this. This is a consistent theme. These two. It's not a maimon amuzga. These two things that is eir habligvul mamish, and there's eir hagvul or shir atzmebikeach is a recurrent theme. In the whole picture. And these both are included in the club? That's what it looks like here. Yeah, 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 clearly. Because he's saying that. Because one is, as soon as you say it's Sevel Asius, you're already saying it has some relationship with, uh, with Gvul. That's what he's saying. See, clearly he's saying both. In other words, it looks, sounds to me like there's one stage where the cloth is like beyond letters, and then the cloth goes to the next level where it becomes now ready for letters, which makes sense. First is Eid HaBligvul, which is Sfirah Saint Ketz, and then comes the next level. It's like the Ishtalshlus of how Teda comes from, from a place of infinite possibilities to get it down to the ten Saras Maybe it's what he said, that it is the cloth. It's something like that. I, yeah, I would like to find the source for this to see more details because it's very dense here, and, and it could be very well that. Because also the muscle is in the game. If we don't understand the muscle well, yeah. But he's definitely saying in the muscle that there's aces that are not being made. But you see, but that's also aces. That's the thing. So it's almost like three levels. There's the letters that are made by the ink, the kalim. There's the letters that are there made by the cloth. And then there's a letter that is a level of cloth that's higher than level. Oh, that's that's, that's really what's going on. The letters. It looks, it sounds like what he's saying is there's, there's, the, there's no question the containers, like the ink, color the letters and give the letters, create the letters. But the letters are rooted in the, in the, in the parchment and therefore there are letters in the parchment that you cannot see. 
Okay, and then there's a level of the of that, that 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 doesn't even have letters. That's what he's saying here. It's really three levels that he's saying about the parchment. And that third level is also shaykh to the cloth. The, the, yeah, clearly he said safer. It's the level of safer. No, this is the level of safer. There's only two, I think. That's right. Only because the letters. This is the labush. He's saying that the labush, the oil, is there is not the etzem, but it's megala the etzem. So this is like the cloth that is having. The, the I agree. I said there are three levels. Not that there are three levels of safer. There's one level of the actual letters. There's how the letters are coming out of the parchment. And the parchment, and then there's the parchment has letters that are not coming out of the ink, but they're in the parchment. And, and, and then there's the parchment that's beyond letters altogether. Read the last two lines. Om nom. This 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 gilui. Why don't you read it? There's no letter. Shaloya yidei akelim. No no no. Where's the I know what the levush means. I don't know what you're saying. We learned the whole page about the about the hoid But this, but once he just said that there's this, there's one level of the of the the cloud that's sevelasius. Then he says there's a level omnom. There's a level that's not related to kalim. Read it. You'll see what I'm saying. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about the f- last five lines. Tell it to you. Okay, so this is what he's talking to us. This is. No, no, no. That the oil. Absolutely not. Why not? Because it's Zacius. It says Zacius. Read the Kamaikin Yishlili Bichinzo Emesa Berachudak Shishlam Shizab Chinas. You skip the line. Bichinas Sevel Shanesev Sevel Aces. You see that line? Four, four lines from the bottom, five lines from the bottom. So this is that that level. He says, "What what is it saying? Is that the cloth is nasive a sevel aceus? That's the level. But this is the cloth. But it's a cloth. Exactly. And then he says, "There's a higher level. Umnum. There's a higher level. What's the problem with that? I don't see what the problem is exactly. That's a rak." That's why it says Rakshi Yeshlemer. What's the difference between Nose and Sovel anyways? Why would the writer bring two words? It happens many times. It's two little aspects of the same yeah, idea. What's the difference between Nose and Sovel? Nose is more that it carries it. Sovel means that it bears it. Bears it would imply it has a tirfa. Not really. Not really. Here, here he means that it both uh, that that um, the cloth carries in it, carries it, contains in it. So two words for the word contain. I don't know how to explain the difference. To be honest, I don't think that's relevant to this discussion. And the, re- the remedy is not to go back to cloth at all. So there's letters. After this pair, there's no. I was looking ahead. I had, there's no discussion of safer after this. Maybe I, not, I have to I have to look. That's cute. They know. They know. Let me do the kitzur and we'll sum up. Kitzur. So what does he say here? Like the two levels of Kesamachos that we learned. One, the majesty within on his own. And the way it's expressed. Same thing in Keser. Hoid is the level of Atik that's removed. Which is connected. 
through which radiates the reflection of Atik. And this letter, there's Yediyas Hafla, there's an awareness, there's a comprehension of its grandeur. Mashenkin Ba'atik. In contrast, in Atik, you don't have this awareness, this knowledge. Mashiach will reveal the core level of Hoid, and Hoid, compared to Atmos, is also a garment. However, that's the core energy. For Hodur Urak is Gala Sahid. And Hodur is only the revelation of Hod. Ach Megala Komashemer Mislabish Boy. Yet it reveals everything that radiates and manifests in it. According to this, we can say Svid is also from the word book. Like the letters that come from the actual parchment. Same thing, the revelations from Atmosayd and Sof are the level of Sapir Vesefer. So Sapir focuses on the brightness. And Sefer is that they're focusing from the source. They're, they're coming from the source. The only distinction is that there's two elements in the source. One is how the letters are coming from the cloth, and that's the Erpnimi, that's how God envisions existence. And then there's a cloth higher than that where, where, where it um, began the Eir Abligvul, which has not relationship to Aces. Let me explain it to you like this. Can I say this? Think of it like this. You're an artist. Brilliant artist. The artist is beyond anything. It's etzem when I talk about artists. The artist now wants to express himself, wants to create, wants to reveal. The first thing he does is creates a canvas. Don't think of canvas as a keli, it's a lavush. He puts himself into a lavush, into a shirt, where he's going to express himself. If you look at that state before anything, it's shapeless. Because it's as close, it's completely bottled to the source. The source is not, you know, if, if Atmos manifests in something, it's bligvul. Not shaped. You need now an ingredient to tell it, do this, do that. And that ingredient hasn't yet been infused. You get it? So think of it like um, the source code that just, like a projector projecting white light. That would be a good example. A projector projecting white light. Now, of course, there's a plan. It's not just white light. It wants a plan. So on this white light, which is completely pshitus, that's what he said, complete pshitus. There's potential of a lot of things. There's infinite potentials. So the first thing is there's going to be an infinite amount of spheres. He's not saying that yet, but I'm just saying it because it's a level. Then at some point, and I'm just doing whatever point that is, he wants, within this white light, he wants to have, this is a cloth, this is a, a blank, he wants to have another state where it begins to turn into letters. But they're letters of the cloth, they're letters of light. They're not containers yet. I don't know how it is in the muscle. Forget about the muscle. Just think of it white light that now is going to begin to contain within it in the artist's mind, ten spheres. So now we have two stages here. One was white light without any aces, which conceptually is a different level. And then there's a stage where the white light is now envisioning those letters. But it's still only envisioning it. It's still ain't soft. There's no symptom yet. But here you already can't call it pure, pure brightness because it's already saying ten and not eleven. Ten and not nine. But it's still in his, it's still in the white light. It's that's just like a. Maybe. That's the shadish of Epinimi, essentially, right? 
And now, but now how do you make it happen? So God has another power. He creates a paintbrush. It's called Kalim. In order to actually regret see, all this is so consumed by the white light that there's no way in logic, we're talking about God can do anything. But in our logic, how do you get out of the white light actual images? We need, we need, a, we need a table. So how God make it in a logical way? He created a paintbrush, paintbrushes. It's also Kehagvul. This is a whole different track. So another thing is, is introduced into ingredient into this white light. It's called a film. It's called a slide. You put it in front of the white light, and now, okay. The white light is envisioning chesed and gvura and so on. This, this film is called Asius. The light is shining through the Asius. Now you have an aleph on the wall. So the aleph is rooted in the energy. But for it to take on shape, you need to create something that's just like, if you look at the film itself, all it is is just a film, but it's a, think of it as a engraved letters, like a, what do they call them? Those, you know, like letters that are cut out, cut out letters. When you shine light through them, it shines the letter on the wall. What are they called? Uh, Stencils? Stencils, not mimeograph. There's a thing called, it's like, uh, in school you have it. You know, shine a light, it's not slides, it's in other words, like a stencil, it's more than a stencil, it's a... No, 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 no. That's the projection. You know what I'm talking about. So, th- so that's like the kalim. Now, the truth is, at the end of the day, you're going to want the kalim itself, actually, those letters, to become to reconnect to the energy. But what's going to happen now is, as the tzimtzum now takes place, the tzimtzum is going to shut down the projector. You're going to be left only with the letters, empty letters. The kav is going to come back into the picture. Arishima will be left. There'll be some residue, some impression of the letters. The kav will be now a projector that's far weaker, a very narrow projector, and the light and, and it's still quite intense. And then the containers begin to take shape. And we're in a world where the projector is almost shut off, where we don't see the light. All we see are containers. You see how it works? So we work our way backwards. We still have to figure out how it's in the muscle, but this is the idea. Did you did you get the visualization of it? That's how it works. So that's the, the basic picture. So basically it's about but in your muscle there, you turned off the projector, which was supposed to be right the before Simpson. But isn't, aren't this whole thing is dealing with before Simpson, isn't it? Or not? No, but it's, no, right before Simpson, yeah. The, way the, the process of the, 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 the parchment and the letters are before the Simpson. Before Simpson. Yeah. But then comes a state where you need to reveal these letters. He's not going to discuss that. didn't discuss that here. When you turned off your projector, that was on a lower level than we're discussing here. Right? Yeah. Okay, so we'll stop here. Uh, you know, do me a favor, tell that person I'm ready now. And let's close it. You know, mine close it. The person going down the steps waiting for me. Please, please. Okay.